There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And uh, you're all wet. And how about uh, everybody who's not got power? Waking up to that this morning. 41,000 people. That's a lot. Toledo said he had he lost power all night. Just got it back before he left. Yeah. Crazy. Big beast that came through little sections of the city. Not me. I was enjoying the air conditioning and my fans and everything else. (laughs) You got Dodge. (laughs) Yeah, Brett didn't get anything. Uh, Brady got a little bit. And I got knocked around pretty good, and Toledo's house nearly blew over like it was the Wizard of Oz. So, said flagpoles were taken out. Yeah, those well, what was coming towards me because I was like looking out into the west, and that lightning was like on the like it was close, and I'm like that's coming right at us, which is good. So I looked at that radar thing on the weather app, and that big orange blob with white in the middle. I'm like, oh, that's like a mini little hurricane. There's going to be some trouble with this one. It came through, and luckily, uh, good old Squaw Peak split it in half. So I got half of one and half the other, but it was still nice. And then you got the... Maybe Adalia had circled back around yeah. and got us you again. Because literally looking out, out our patio, you could see things flying by. No kidding. Like the neighbors, there was a trampoline on a roof. People lost uh, lost roof tiles. There was Man. a tree that hit someone's house. I remember a bunch of trees on cars. Yeah, oh, that would have been nice. Uh, growing up here, and or just living here all my, uh, you know, since I was eleven, I remember sitting there looking out the window all the time at just stuff flying down the road, and I haven't seen it in a while. Uh, and my friend uh, who lives over here on Scottsdale and Sixty Fourth Street, he his power was out. He's like, "Take a look at this," and just all the the, the rain is just going sideways. His street's completely flooded, and there's just like one after another recycling bin, <laughs> just shooting down the and road. I'm today's like, trash day. Yeah, and so of course every bin in our on tipped our over. There's today. garbage everywhere. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. So hopefully everybody's okay. Did I say Tuesday? It's Wednesday, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah, somebody goes, John. It's Wednesday. Well, I'm starting over. That one wasn't. That was a bad Tuesday. Let's do another one. Uh, yeah, it was. It's nuts. So hopefully everybody out there is. Uh, you're gonna wake up. I mean, the first words you're gonna say this morning. Ah. Because you're going to go outside and you're going to see stuff tipped over and trash and it's you're recycling just, bins, the pool, bins gone and you're like, God damn it! And the pool, mother, you're going to wake up and be upset. You're in Gilbert and McDowell area, all the way over to like Higley, Falcon yeah. Field area. You're still a lot of them are still without power. Just got your car washed. <laughs> yeah. ah, it's just one of those mornings. You're going to start with that. We'll do our best to get you out of that, but it is one of those ah, mornings. Dobson Ranch is fine. I and will say that if you live by Brett, yep, his people took care damn of it. I'm right. A storm on a roll through here? Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Avoid that Loser, area right chief, there. chief, yeah. move it. Hey. <laughs> you got a lot of nerve coming in here trying to f*** my wife. What? It's rain. You heard me. Storms avoided Brett's area, but not us. And some people are just like, nothing happened. I don't understand it. But it was enough It was enough to screw up your car as far as like oh, yeah. water spots and dirt everything else. And it like sprinkled and dirt. And that was yeah. it. It was enough to flood my backyard, which was pretty cool. Oh, man. It was a lot of water. 
And then, uh, but nothing like what Toledo's explaining. We didn't have trampolines. I don't understand families that like their kids so much they buy them one of those goddamn death circles because all the, it is with is the just safety a, screens around. Whatever. It. It's a, all that is is you bounce off. It's an extra height, and you're also going to see it in the neighbor's pool someday, or it's going to crash into someone's car. It's an insurance liability. You're right. It, the safety hurdles around it. It's just stupid to have it because eventually it's going to cause a problem for you. You're going to end up with a kid with a broken leg or I don't see the benefits in jumping up around. I don't understand the parents in our neighborhood that allow the other neighbor kids to come over right. and use their trampoline. Huge liability. Oh, yeah. Lawsuits, everything else. And then when it's windy, like six times a year, it's going to crash into your neighbor's accord and you got to buy him a new window and do some damage. It's just it's not worth it. Not worth it. And I know you love your precious angels to the point where if they pointed something at, I want that. They're getting it. But, I mean, not I me. had some dumb fun on trampolines. We all had dumb fun on trampolines. There was a place on Hayden next next to the Dream Palace. It's 20 or 30 trampolines with the springs. It wasn't even good ones. Sometimes the tramp would just break. You gave the guy $9, and you went out and you jumped on 30 trampolines, and you would watch people, like, leap off the walls of the buildings they were leaning at. It was outside. It was 140. It was between two buildings, yes. too. And you could parkour so before you knew it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The safety thing was, what was that place called? It was, like, Tramp Zone. I can't and it was remember. a big piece of plywood spray-painted Tramp Zone next to the Dream Palace. I'm like, Tramp Zone and Dream Palace? That's two strip clubs. <laughs> this thing was the most dangerous place ever. $9, please, sign here. And the, the thing said, if you die or break your leg, it's not my issue. I watch people's legs get stuck in those oh, yeah. snapping, Brains. busting. I'm doing flips while a guy's getting carted off by the ambulance. They didn't. Nothing stopped. A kid could snap his back and the other trampolines were still available. $9, please. The guy didn't care. But what he did that was smart, smarter than all you idiots with trampolines in your backyard, is he found a way to drill them into the ground. They weren't going anywhere. No. I was there one time, and a bigger guy, not a fat guy either, was going, and the whole trampoline just went <laughs> to the ground. No! Both his knees, flamingo, he's laying there. $9, please. I'm like, okay, we'll just avoid that one that doesn't work anymore. Uh, it was called, that's right, it was called Jump. Because there was yeah. a go-kart place yeah. across the street. It's too. just spray-painted. Yeah. That's right. I remember it first opened, that it was a happen. black sign that said Jump, and it was spray-painted. Yeah. Like, this is not a legal business. This is nothing. Everybody's had fun on a trampoline. But as you get older and you realize, when you're a kid, you don't care if you get sued. You got nothing. When you're an adult, you turn into my dad. Get him out of here. You're going to sue us. You figure you can break your fall. You just back it up underneath the uh, basketball hoop. It, yeah. Play tramp jam. Right. Oh. And, and then that, you're flying off a tramp into the hedges. That was the safety yeah. barrier. That was the other thing you tried to do on the trampolines was to dead leg the other guy and break his knees. And Because there was also a thing, and it wasn't at jump, but it was at another place, where they put a wall between the two of you and two holes in the walls behind you, and you jumped on the same trampoline. Uh, and tried to block shots and played basket, sort of like this volleyball, basketball pitching thing. And the whole idea was to deaden the trampoline so the other guy's knees. And I watched a dude hit the trampoline. It was like landed on concrete. His knees go up into his chin. His chin takes off his bottom lip because he had a, oh. he was biting his lip. Took his lip off. Tongue's hanging out. Bleeding all over the place. They didn't even clean it. Nine dollars. He got out. We were allowed to go next, and me and my friend Dan were like, all right, let's do this. Let's just get a towel on that. Dude bled all over the trampoline. Did we get afraid of it? No, because we were stupid. John, good friend of mine, tore his ACL at Tramp Zone. Next man up. Yep, they don't care. (laughs)
I, I don't understand having your own trampoline. Everybody's had fun on one. Brady Rose colored that one. Sure. I watched kids die. But I had fun. All right, that's nice. Good for you. But it was great. Yeah. And the next time you have one floating above you like Falcon, the balloon boy, and it lands on your car, I guarantee you're going to think, these idiots should have pushed that down into the ground. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And the kid who had a trampoline, I wasn't allowed to be friends with him when we were kids. Like He's got a trampoline in his yard. You idiots will play on it. My dad's like, you're not going over there. Like, why? It is not. You'll break your legs. Sure enough, three of his friends broke his legs. Dad got rid of the trampoline. The worst, I was an idiot. worst thing I mean, ever. I was, you know, everybody was younger. I got stitches from my forehead sure. from the springs on it. Sure. Back on the tramp a year later. But that was before Brady. When you grew up, l- lawyers weren't called. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing in the world to have a trampoline and neighbor kids over today. With Gilbert moms? Are you kidding me? They're so. Quick to that! Hey, my angel's got a scar and can't be an influencer now. If you do it about four thirty after the Postinos run, <laughs> you might be all right. You might be oh, all right. Mom and Dad will go out there and bounce around. Like, That's so scary. But the minute that Hayden, Braden, Caden, or Hannah can't be influencers, you're getting a lawsuit. I would never have kids. Like that's the people ask me all the time. Why didn't you have kids? I'm like, first off, eh, too selfish. Second, I've, I've met your kids. I don't want my kids to be friends with them and bring them over to the house. They'll stab each other. They'll, they'll bring fentanyl in. They'll kill my dogs. Your kids are why I don't want kids. My kid would be awesome, but he'd be <laughs> alone because I wouldn't want him to have any of those dipstick friends that come wandering in. Hey, Mr. Holmberg, what's going on? Why do you have gasoline, Braden? Oh, we were going to build a moped out of here. No, you're not going to build anything. Get out of my house. And God forbid my kid went over there and dipstick something around next thing you know you got a lawsuit not worth it roll your car yeah my parents were the crazy ones that used to want to see the house of the friend that i just made just in case and they were smart that was actually thinking back that was smart it's like we'd like to meet his parents and see the house where you're going to spend the night like okay go over there and like "Mm, no they're not staying here there's a basketball hoop next to the house they knew what we were going to do we're going to jump off the roof and then, of course, one of the kids ended up paralyzed. I stopped hanging out with that group. They were up by Roosevelt Elementary. and Rooftop basketball was a great thought until the one kid's spine snapped in two. Oh, we used to ride our bikes off the roof into the pool. Yeah. yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea why, but uh, it oh, seemed you know like a why. great idea at the time. Did you ever do the uh, drained canal fun? We did on skateboards and we stuff did like skateboards. that. Yeah, we yeah. would take our dirt bikes and ride into the drained canals. And... Standing next to a canal now, even when it's low, you're yeah, like, how deep it is. we were insane. Like, I mountain bike. I wouldn't go down that stuff. It's dead straight flat down. Like, it is a, yeah. it's a it's 90 a degree. Curve. No, there's yeah. nothing. And I remember you did your front thing, you'd have to, Jim Brocious, you to pull your front wheel up, bro. <laughs> go crashing over the handlebars, all those kids coming out with no teeth. And yeah, when they were dried up by the, uh, by, uh, the yeah. hospital over there, that's, that's where we used to go. Yeah. And then crawdad fishing. And they were because they would drain it, and there'd be crawdads and dead fish laying all over. And some hillbilly, his name was Jim Rich, used to always scoop them <laughs> up and then cook them right there. Oh. <laughs> I know. Did Dan let you be friends yes. with him? Nope. <laughs> I don't like the look of that kid. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to be friends with him. I mean, we still hung out every once in a while, but he wasn't coming. He never got in the house. A down <laughs> summer day. He, he, he was. Yeah, it was uh, nobody's home, and I'm like. Mm. Jim's allowed over for a second, but if my parents come home, he's out. Yeah, we'd cook crawdad in a pot, Ugh. like with 
I don't know even where he got the fire, but we had fi- we were allowed to do anything. No way. Those Gilbert moms stopping all that. They'll burn your hands. You'll never be an influencer hand model, Braden Aiden Caden. But we were at the, uh, I forgot where I was the other day, and somebody said, that the, oh, it was on the news, actually, and a lady said, well, our, our son, uh, Braden, was hanging out with his friend Aiden. And I'm like, I'm not wrong. They're all Braden, Aiden, and Caden, every one of them. None of them. There's no originality to all your original kids. It's hilarious. We have a Braden here in promo. Is there a Braden yeah, in here? Oh, there you go. No Hayden yet, but we, no, we do have a Hayden. We have a Hayden. <laughs> we do. Oh, because, Aiden. Aiden, because yeah. he, went to, he went to school with Chris. That's, that's one of the three. Okay, yeah. Braden, Hayden, and Aiden. Yeah. And Caden. That's all it is. It was like they, they whittled it down to like some sort of, uh, you know, you had to be some Nazi pick from these four names, Braden, yeah. Hayden, Aiden, Caden. And dudes collapsed. And the reason Aiden became so popular is because of Sex in the City, because of uh, her boyfriend, Aiden. And that then from there on, the name you went convinced me, John. I'm dismantling it this morning. This Dude, is actually in my neighborhood. Sent over a trampoline that floated over and tried to kill his family. <laughs> He had to stick his bench on it to make sure it didn't fly away again. <laughs> it'll kill a family. And then he's going to get sued. It's yeah. the dumbest purchase on the planet. There's places to go to take your stupid kids to trampoline. You can't need them every day. You can't need a trampoline every day. But Braden, Aiden, Caden, and Hayden wanted one. Yeah, but there's a fly zone like a mile away. But there's other kids there. Braden, Hayden, Aiden, and Caden like to play in the backyard every day. Besides, I can film it and put it on Instagram. Maybe we'll be a star. I'd hate to break it to you. Kid's also ugly. Not going to be an in, <laughs> not going to be an influence. I saw a lady I used to know. Showed you guys the picture. We used to, she's a very pretty lady, and she's got two kids. And one looks like the way she used to look, and the second one looks like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh man, that stinks for that one because one is going to be an influence. But she thinks her kids are beautiful, and everybody does. But. That one's a fish, so it's got to get a job. And the other one's going to be an influencer. And there's going to be a murder in that house. Another guy says, John, I know you're on the trampolines, but you know how many doll houses are strewn oh. throughout my neighborhood right now? <laughs> That's the other thing. It isn't doll houses. It's second homes. Those are casitas. Oh, they're ridiculous. They're just giant wads yeah. of plastic. Just massive death spot. Like, didn't anybody see The Wizard of Oz? Houses kill people. Anyway, we don't know because we don't get a lot of weather. But your kids don't need. I'm I'm Dan Holmberg now. Your kids don't need trampolines at home. Knock it off. It's stupid. You're gonna end up in trouble. That's all. Uh, yeah. And then Brady hands me this, which I find hysterical. Colin Kaepernick. Hey, I'm ready. Jets, if you need me. No, we got Zach. We're good. We'll take a guy in his. 20s. They got space. Yeah. Ten million. They got ten million dollars to sign a fifty-year-old guy who hasn't played in ten years and wasn't very good. Lost his starting. People keep forgetting. Colin Kaepernick lost his starting job when he was relevant, not because he was kneeling either. He lost his starting job to Blaine he lost, Gabbert. He lost it before all that kneeling stuff. Absolutely, happened. he was. A, he was. It was a preseason game. He was the backup when he started to drop to a knee, and no one noticed. And then during this, they're like, "Wait a minute, is he kneeling for the anthem?" No one was paying attention to Colin Kaepernick the first three times he hit a knee because he wasn't on the field. He had lost his he had lost his mojo. Did he get railroaded? Oh, absolutely, because of the kneeling. But he wasn't that good. So him even being, I'd take uh, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady. Who else has retired recently? And oh, Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick. I'd plop him right back on. Trying to pluck out of the broadcast booth. Who's this? Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan's on the list to uh, be the backup to Zach Wilson. He That's not bad. He hasn't officially retired. No, he's still waiting. I'd take Philip Rivers. I'd take all these 45-year-old guys before I'd take Colin Coach Kaepernick. McCoy? 
Coach McCoy is there. That's the dude I'd get. If I, that's two million bucks, I'd have Coach you McCoy. Get five, as you get five backups for two million each. Yeah, I wouldn't want anything to do with Colin Kaepernick. The Jets already have a media S show going on. Bring Kaepernick into that thing. It's like, oh no. And then what's he going to do? <laughs> Drop to a knee. God damn it, Colin. There's a Raider fan in the building that's in support of uh, Colin Kaepernick right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hang on, I'm pull it up. For who? Well, he says for the Jets. Oh, is he? Which is, like, you're a Raider fan. What are you supporting the Jets for? Oh, is he? Oh, hang on. It's Paul from KSLX. Yeah, there you go. Is, is there it because go. he's so, uh, everyone is afraid to bring him in for a tryout because they're afraid he might perform? Then they'd have to admit they're letting a guy who's capable of being in the NFL sit on the sidelines. Well, mediocre guys like Kyler Murray. That's eh, not Kyler Murray's better than him. And Daniel Jones draw checks. Daniel Jones getting paid is crazy. Yeah, if he can't do it, we'll know quick, he says. Yeah, it's too political. The reason he's saying that is because of the politics of it. It's not because Colin... Yeah. Just give him a chance because he did get... he did, Colin Kaepernick got railroaded. He got screwed. But he also did a lot to himself. But why can't, he didn't help his case. Why can't two things be true in the world anymore? Colin Kaepernick got screwed by the NFL and also didn't help himself out. When they did try to give him another chance, he wore uh, socks with right back top pigs on them and a shirt that said Kunta Kinte. They didn't want it in the locker room. It's like, oh, he's going to bring an awful lot of baggage. He got paid from Nike, though. So. Right. And But that's why can't two things be true? You're either on one Colin Kaepernick side or the other. Truth is, dude got screwed. He wasn't wrong to do what he did. It was just very divisive. And also, when they tried to give him a second chance, he treated it like garbage. And they're like, we don't want him. You can understand how, like you're saying, teams would be afraid to bring that in. I don't want that in my locker room. Like, yeah. look, you're, you come with a lot of baggage. I don't want that. And whether you agreed with him or not, the bags were there. And if he was willing to say, hey, by the way, I'm going to also light the bags on fire now and again. Oh, no, thanks. We're just trying to get a backup quarterback. I don't need my backup quarterback in the paper. Tebow. Bring back Tebow. Might as well. <laughs> I'd love to watch him take several more shots. All right, guys. Let me throw this uh, football and make it look like a brick of Velveeta cheese. It's, it's, it's hard to do. One of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, so it's all crazy. Your kids are going to die on trampolines. Braden, Aiden, Hayden, and Caden. Uh, one out of ten of your kids is going to be attractive. So stop saying they're all pretty. And uh, if you've got a trampoline batting it down or dig a hole and put it in the ground. John, I like those. Says, John, we didn't have uh, trampolines, but my friends and I all had potato gun wars until <laughs> yeah. one of us almost broke his nose diving into a gravel pit yeah. dodging a 100-mile-an-hour yeah. potato. So the potato uh, gun wars ended for my group of friends at uh, age 20 when one of them put a potato through the side of a house. <laughs> he got close enough. <laughs> and you just heard the Boom. Beavis and Butthead laugh, that weird fire you had to start to get that thing. And it, and it sings into the side of this. It's like two houses over. Oh, no, it stuck. And that weird siding collapsed in, and it was in that, you know. Oh, the, it wasn't in stucco? Stuck. Well, no, what they built houses out of that weird, foamy chicken wire. Yeah. It knocked that right stiff. It went right through the outside, right in. There's potatoes stuck in the side of this guy's house. But you could see... Like a buckling in the area. I'm like, and again, it went from, <laughs> oh, run. Who do you think they are going to blame? The kids that have been standing outside for the last month shooting potatoes at things? Who do you, do you think there's going to be like an investigation that takes time? You, you morons. Need, 
We know who did this. All you hear is thoom, yeah. thoom. And every day, you guys got to stop this. <laughs> Shooting it into trees, up in the air and running. I don't remember. I, I stayed night, clear of those. Oh, because you had the l- flame that would yeah. come out of there, and then, uh, <laughs> then you're waiting for fire. the object to be. It was like a big PVC pipe with some sort of propellant that was homemade. None of us burned to death, but a potato went into a house. And we were 20. That wasn't even like when we were young. And we knew better. We had jobs. Two of us lived on our own. I can live by myself. I'm self-sufficient. Check it out. Yeah, nothing better than the time that uh, neighbors we didn't know at Playa Palms over there on uh, Country Club and basically Guadalupe as an apartment complex. And they put in brand new uh, parking structure tops. We were just 10. And the one dude realized, I can land that from the second floor. <laughs> no, you can't. And he hit it, and it just collapsed out from under him, and he landed on his own car, luckily. <laughs> what are you doing? And then a note goes out, please stop leaping off of your own home into our brand new parking structures. If you're close enough to hit those, please don't. But from the patio, I can hit that. And it wasn't a close jump. Dude actually made a nice leap. But he landed right on top of the new tin, and it just caved in. You'll see it on a Sunday, Monday, or Thursday. The Bills Mafia jumping on tables every week. Those people are stupid, too. But at least they keep it isolated to one spot. They're not like, all right, got to have this in our backyard every day. It's going to be dead Bills Mafia people all the time. Yeah, those trampolines. My neighbors, I watched them unload a trampoline in the back. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. Well, that's going to be in my yard soon. But the dude dug a massive hole, stuffed it in the ground built this thing around it it's not coming out of there but now he's got this like you know monty burns death hole in his backyard that that trampoline you don't you can't even really see it he's got it turfed around it it's really well done his kids don't use it at all i never see i used to see their heads bing, bing, on the side of the wall like that, and they're using that trampoline never anymore they're old they're too old now he's got this stupid trampoline ruining his property value because he made it permanent like the, yeah, it's like that guy. You got to yeah. dismantle it. You got to take it apart and then put the hole back together. But he's like, yeah, maybe the next family that owns this home will want it. You're all going to die on the trampoline. Let me just tell you that. But Britain ain't and getting wanted at all. And I won't be their friend. Uh, it's 6.07. Let's get a wake up song. I've got a letter that is so confusing. Like this, I'll read this to you. I got this last night. And it is uh, a, a, a touch haunting. As we creep into Halloween For the season. season. Yeah, we're getting ready for the season. But it's a weird letter, and it's like one of the strange ones. I don't know, if we, I don't know what happened. I need to hear from this dude again. I tried to email him back, and I haven't heard back yet, so we'll see. Uh, let's, in the meantime, get a wake-up song, shall we? Uh, 585-9800, a good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 KUPD. That's the way to go out. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, We're getting some big thunder over here. We worked in this building for, what, seven years now? Maybe a little longer? I don't remember when we moved in. And the thunder was usually pretty isolated to the outside. You'd occasionally been. It's cracking loud. You might hear it on the air here in a second, but it was booming a second ago. I wonder if we're going to flood again, like always. This building's like leaks worse than the Titanic. It's Saddam's palace. 
It is. Uh, you open the bathroom door, and the whole frame comes off. I mean, it looks beautiful, <laughs> but it is. It was built with gum and toothpicks. <laughs> it's gonna get hit any minute. The we'll see how it holds oh, up. that lightning was yeah. close. Yeah, we're. Yeah, this is the it's closest it's ever way. been. So there was some big boomers there. Kind of neat. I don't think I've ever heard uh, thunder in this building like that. That was on top of us. We've had a couple of shakers, but pretty cool. Uh, and then uh, I got all these emails coming in for the Colin Kaepernick thing. And I guess I guess he made his mark on the uh, NFL. And to say that people have their opinions, as putting it mildly, says uh, Kaepernick back in the NFL, when Muzzies protest our flag, it doesn't count. Oh, all right. I forgot about this part. Next one said, uh, might as well get Muhammad Atta to be the Jets quarterback. He was one of the pilots of the planes and 9-11 was a perfect time a couple days later. Uh, and then this one says, yeah, okay, bring him back. Uh, it's a perfect fit. The terrorist quarterback of the Jets with a terrorist coach. So now Salah is just, uh, <laughs> so these folks are, uh, they've got their opinions. I don't necessarily stand by those. Those are the opinions of the listeners. I don't think you're going to change those. And that's where you're going to run into the big. And that, again, two things being true at the same time, is why teams don't want that. They don't want to spark some of their fan base, of the crazies, to start making noise like that. But again, he it's didn't wrong. help himself no, at all. No, it's wrong to do that and scream that out loud. Feel it all you want. I'm not stopping your craziness. But uh, why would the Jets be like, oh, this this can this is a a boiling pot of water? I don't necessarily want to throw the frog in. It's nuts. So yeah, the Colin Kaepernick stuff going on. I'd rather uh, look. Tom Brady's getting a phone call, but he ain't playing for ten million. Well, that's their cap number. He ain't playing for that. He ain't coming back for that. So you'll get Colt McCoy. You'll get Carson Wentz. Somebody Could, will go over to the Jets. Can they do like in baseball where they defer money? Uh, I don't think they do that in football. Well, it dead caps no matter what. Oh, okay. So you can move the money around, but your dead cap is your dead cap. Oh, so gotcha. The, okay. the dead money is what it is. Oh, okay. So it's a, it's an interesting way that they do that. You can cut, and the reason why is because you can cut players and still get hit with. They just you don't have to pay them anymore. You can flat out get rid of them. Baseball, you got to pay them for yeah. the rest of their lives. Yeah, that's Bobby Bonilla. Yeah. Bruce Souter, Bobby Bonilla. There's a few deals. Bobby's is the best. Because he got a day for it. He's just now, one more year of him getting paid? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Everybody said, dude, every time you tell stories about Dan, my dad, uh, I laugh because I think he was my father too. (laughs) And you just said that, leaving like your dad and my dad were the same. And he said, and this Travis guy says, John, you have a fabulous point. I am drafting and printing liability waivers for when the day comes that my stupid kid brings his stupid friends home. Nope. You can't hang out here until your parents sign the liability papers. That I would do because, like we were talking off the air, all the times that you goofed up, Brady said that he chopped down a neighbor's tree. Yep. A beautiful tree that couldn't be replaced. And you guys decided to... The branches. We cut back so much, it just opened a big gaping hole. You ruined a beautiful tree. That can never be replaced. Right. And what did you do? Mom made a bunt cake. They probably had a nice Tried meal. Tried whatever. The neighbors were out within a year. Yeah. Some canasta, and then, uh, but no lawsuits. No. That's all different now. Your kids. They probably got a free uh, a, a furnace or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Your you dad know, gave it some AC work. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty, you probably bartered out a deal, which is where you learned it. You ruined his tree, boy. That means I got to give him a unit. <laughs> 
Felt so bad. There's Torp standing there. I'll give you a new air conditioning and heating situation. Here's a furnace. There's got to be something we can figure out here, Mr. Piccolo. <laughs> well, I bring lawyers into it. No one ever said that. Now, your kid scratches his face because they want your dog put down. My a friend of ours from the, uh, the building, his Jack Russell Terrier. Uh, if you're familiar with dogs, you know a Jack Russell Terrier. Frazier. Frazier's dog, yeah. yeah. Maybe 17 pounds at max, and that's a little heavy. Took a swipe at a little kid's hand. Ha! Tried to bite a boy's hand. Wishbone! Now keep him, again, wishbone, yeah. Uh, keep in mind, little kids aren't supposed to, parents are supposed to keep kids away from dogs. You're not supposed to have, because they're face-to-face. Damage can be done. Dogs sometimes don't like that. They're weirded out by them, like me. I, I want to bite your kids, too, but I'm, I'm, my brain says not to, although I'm close sometimes. But the little guy was in the dog's face, and the dog's like, I don't want this. They were in the front yard. The dog was off its leash. It's normal. Took a swipe at the kid's hand. And instead of saying, oh, we understand our kid did anything, they made him put his dog down. It's a bite dog off a leash. Lawyers got involved. I left my pet ferret. I opened the door to my or my foster sister at the time. She was playing with a friend. And I opened, cracked the door and let Finster in there to scare him. Close the door. Yeah. I hear this shrieking scream. <laughs> There's a rat in the house. And I go in the bedroom door thinking, ha ha, I scared him. And there she is. And the ferret is attached to her foot. <laughs> and she's kicking her foot away. And there must have been 30 or 40 teeth puncture marks in the foot. Awesome. No just, go on your way. Go on your way. You know what I realized just now when you said that? You, and, and this is probably 1975 or so. Maybe a little later. I'm not so yeah. sure. 74 yeah, right? to 78. Yeah. You had what may be the first Pornhub house. With Foster Sisters? Yeah. <laughs> Everything I see on Pornhub is what Brady describes growing up. My foster sister was in a room playing with a friend. I can help like, you. That's how they all start. And Did then, anyone get stuck in a dryer right, or well, anything? No, but Brady just described the perfect... And I thought it would be funny to release a ferret in the room. You're such an asshole! <laughs> the next thing you know, there's just doubling down on you. Come on, girls. I was just having a little fun with it because you, you always walked right in. The, there were no locked doors. You walked right in on two young girls playing yeah. in their room. Teenage girls playing in their room. <laughs> Your brother's stupid. He's not my real brother. We should have some fun with him. And then you'd be in your room watching TV, tugging it with your, you know, POV cam on your forehead, and they are peeking through the door, and you can see him, but he can't. God, I could have been the pioneer. You were, you were kind of, if you were at all attractive to those girls, you would have had the first porn house. But never once would you pull a prank on them and have them come back to you, and then go, "We need to pay you back." Oh, I was just playing around. You're gonna get it now. Wait until mom comes home. It's not your real mom. They have to clarify that like six times in the porn that they're not related. One of them isn't really supposed to be there. Brady lived it. How was the foster uh, girl's friends? Because they were always pregnant. Sarah Mead. Yeah. She turned out she was pretty. Yeah. But, you know, my foster sister uh, had to leave. And when she left, she kind of ran away to Florida. Then um, took up the profession of uh, dancing. Oh, professionally. Nice. In nice. gentlemen's clubs. Yes. Oh, we understood you. So it was no, happening. It could have. It, it could have happened. Maybe you should she talk to your brother. Track. Was Tom there? The older brother? No. Because um, you would have missed yes, it. Yes, he was. So he was, was He was the one getting just absolutely <laughs> left and right by foster sisters, and you don't know it. Uh, now i got to ask. <laughs> Isn't it amazing what questions will do, Brady? Never thought of that. My friend Mark had a 
stepsister that started getting boobs, like big ones. And we were like probably 14 and she was 13, like a year younger than us. And out of the blue, she just developed these huge knockers. We spent the majority of our days trying to see her. Like I'd go to Mark's house and we'd start. He never had video game systems, so Mark's house was kind of a drag. So when we were at my house, we're playing ColecoVision. Go over to his house, nothing to do. Hey, where's Wendy? She's by the pool. <laughs> what are we doing in here? <laughs> and we would just go stand in his mom's room and stare out the door. Hi, John. Wendy laying still on the back pool float. Look at those things. Dude, she's in your house every night naked. Oh, no. I remember going by my moped and uh, heading to a friend's house. And there, there they are a block away from their house, but they're up in the tree about 20 feet, 25 feet. Stop. What are you guys doing? Cindy Taller's taking a shower. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> it was a better time. But Brady was the first Pornhub step foster family house. Never once took advantage of it. I just threw a ferret in their room. We're going to get you, Brady. Nah, I'm going to go play with Andy Lestock. Bye. <laughs> and sure enough, here it That goes. was right there. Lightning. We were going to die today. <laughs> this is close. That was a good strike I'm looking right for there. smoke. I don't like this at all. I'm going home. I used to be afraid of weather. It's the over-under. We stay on the air. Oh, yeah, time. it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. I'm telling you, the palace is going to get hit. Yeah. My dad was so hyper aware of shenanigans. Like, I, there's countless amount of times my dad, he was asleep on the couch the majority of my upbringing. And then, uh, but his eye would, one eye would open. Anytime I was like, no, like a slight little, what was that? And he always looked at me. I did something terrible. And he would, he was like a wizard. Somebody's in the front yard. What? And then seconds later, how did you do that? I could hear it. Like, you were asleep. <laughs> he heard everything. But he was totally unaware of some of the sh- I'll reveal something right now my dad doesn't even know, I don't think. I may have told this before, but it was. I always make sure he doesn't know. He might be listening online. So, sorry, Dan. Uh, my puppy, Brandy, Weimaraner, a great dog. Uh, or actually, this was Muggs. Muggs was Weimaraner puppy, too. But she was when she was a puppy... She ate some of the board and batten on the side of the house. So, you know, when the house has the, the panel and then it's got a board on it. And it's like, so it's intermittent board and yeah. batten is just the, the raised little pieces of wood on, a, on the siding of your home. And she ate the bottom of it, like tons of it. And we had an old paint can from the color of the house that was out in the backyard and cooking in the sun. And I, I had noticed a few weeks later that it had turned into some sort of putty clay. And I didn't know how to fix this. And I knew my dad would be really mad at the dog. I didn't want that. So I, every day for an entire summer, would go out and take a little bit of that putty clay paint and start to, like, reshape Patch the part it. she ate. And I was doing a really good, like, it was like the you know Patrick Swayze and Ghost. I'm, I'm making some molds Artist. out there. I'm doing some work with that clay. And it was just old paint. And then one day, like, I stopped doing it for a little while. Cause I thought, and it would, so the sun would just shrink it into this weird, crusty ball. And as aware as my dad was... The stupidest thing I've ever heard him say is, the house is rotting. <laughs> because he saw it, and I'm like, oh, I haven't been paying attention to that little area. And he's going to know. Like, there's teeth marks. And Look at this. I think we got termites. I let my dad spend thousands. He chipped off the big block of glob of stuff. Because the house, look at that wood has turned into this gooey clay. I'm like, oh, you might no. be the dumbest man on the planet. You're in construction. And so he pulled that off. He sees the big chunk of house missing. He calls the 
exterminators, everything else. I'm like, he doesn't know. He might be the dumbest person alive. You wrote it out. Wrote it out. Still, maybe just right now, if he's listening in Texas, goes, the house wasn't rotting. God damn it. He'll probably come spank me now. He built Bank One Ballpark, he ba- Yes, he okay. that. He built uh, State right. Farm Stadium, <laughs> the Suns Arena, all the stadiums. He was, he was a part of all those. Couldn't tell the house wasn't rotting. <laughs> so just to Son let you know. The house. I'll just I'll never forget walking past it. What's this? The house is rotting. God Damn it! And he's just sitting there, and he picked that thing off. I'm like, oh, he's going to know. And worse still, he wasn't going to be mad at the dog anymore. Now he's going to be mad at the idiot who was globbing paint clay onto the house. Nope, never figured it out. The house was most certainly rotting. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, I remember my butthole getting real tight, getting that chill. Dad's going to be mad when he finds out that I've been the one, you know, patching that hole up with globs of old paint. And he called exterminators. And the exterminator's like, I don't think this is bugs. He didn't know it was a dog. He's like, I don't know what this is. It looks like uh, some sort of a wood rot, don't you think? I don't know what this is, sir. But it's not bugs. But we'll spray for them. Yeah, just in case it's termites. wonder what the percentage is of similar to that, that how many have uh, ridden out a, a, a lamp that's been glued oh, that never was discovered. So many things in houses that were, oh, it was the, well, my parents' bed frame. I used to throw footballs in it. It had a had little holes in it that you could that a football you fit try in. To put them in, and that was like a, this was a twenty yard gain. This was like a fifteen. This is a touchdown, and I was whipping it. And I just realized it was starting to give when I would pull the foot because it was tight, and I ripped the football out of the hole and I'd stick it in there. And I started to realize that I was pulling the wood apart, and so I just took Elmer's glue poorly. And I would squeeze that back together. And then I think my dad probably to this day goes, yeah, I was banging Marcy's head up against the headboard and we broke it. He had no idea I was playing. <laughs> I did that. What a <laughs> night. I probably smashed her so good, you know. That big uh, 70s uh, mess was going on down there. And uh, we were combining uh, pubes and I, uh, I smushed her head up against there and broke her head. But it's pretty good. I'm a real man. What he didn't know is his stupid 13-year-old boy was chucking footballs at his headboard when he wasn't home. And then the best part was, if it would bounce off the headboard and I caught it, interception. It was a great game. And the interception always came with like a big, giant leap onto the bed. Like, you know, trying to dive over into the end zone. But then I'd make up my own rules from there. But I broke their headboard, and my dad probably still thinks. He probably even, like, Marcy, I, I remember a time when we were getting at it, and I just watched the headboard split in half. So easy. I was such a man. Such a powerful beast of a man, I- we weren't even touching the headboard, and my, my giant D slayed the headboard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Hope he's not listening now. You're just ruining yeah, just ruin, Well, he's 75. I mean, he needs I'd some still, truth. He needs still. some truth. <laughs> Poor guy. Anyway. Yeah, this guy had dirt club fights, too. Everybody's remembering their, their the days of before when you didn't have to worry about lawsuits. But my dad put the fear of lawyers in me at an early age, and that's why the main reason I don't want kids. This is the letter I was talking about. Yeah. Listen to this. This is just weird. It says, uh, hey, Holmberg, I heard what you said on the podcast about character letters like the ones written by Ashton Kutcher. And he said, Mika Kunis might be a misprint. He might not know. <laughs> so my best friend in Texas killed his wife uh, because he was absolutely crazy for about 20 days. He tried to kill her friend as well. She was in the house. Uh, the wife was leaving him and she was treating him like garbage and his life was falling apart. I'll tell you this. Dude was almost exactly like Brady. Looked through these rose-colored glasses and never even was slightly confrontational. 
One of the reasons I like your show is because you guys remind me of Bra- of uh, my friend and I. Uh, anyway, I wrote a character letter for him on sentencing, and the judge actually did lessen the sentence because of enough of those letters. And now I regret it. Whatever was inside of him took over after that murder. Uh, so I've actually gotten with the wife's family, deceased wife, to apologize and try to keep him in jail for life. It's a weird case. He got 25 years for uh, both attempts, but one was lessened because she lived, and it turned out they went crime of passion. And then it, then this is where the letter gets weird. Either way, the letters are, and then there's nothing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and so he, just, he sent it anyway. It's not finished. He had sent it. He got killed. Like, I don't think. Was that dude there? That's what I'm wondering. Did his Brady friend snap and kill him again? Like, is there more murders? Is he the guy that they're looking for in Pennsylvania that's running around? The letter just ends. Either way, the letters are. Send. And then I'm emailing him back. And I'm like, hey, uh, dude. All right there, chief. What happened to the end of the, I need to know the end of the story. It's been about. I got this about seven last night. So almost 12 full hours since he's. And nothing. <laughs> nothing. But it got me thinking. Ah, things happen. <laughs> I love Italians. <laughs> My physical therapist said that to me yesterday. She goes, I'm not a bigot by any means, but I love Italians because their stereotypes are so true and fun. And I'm like, yeah, except for when they kill you. <laughs> I've never experienced that. I'm like, right. They're still standing here. I know. You've had a good experience with Italians if you're talking about them. <laughs> but it made me think. Because Brady's a rose-colored, non-confrontational guy. This guy says he's just like you. Would I write a character letter about Brady? Sure. Uh, let me save you some time on that. No. You don't think I would? No, 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 I wouldn't because I wouldn't on want me? to see it that way. Uh, for me, Why I not? snapped. If that was, I mean, but that was that's the point of a that's character 20, letter. A character 20 letter. days, I'm, at least, uh, if that happened to me, like, and that happened, uh, I'm responsible for of my Of course actions. you are. But a character letter is to say, you're responsible for that, but up to that point, you're a model citizen. So there needs to be like a, an accountability for your entire existence. Yeah, not it's just like that factoring in first time offender. Right. But it's also the thing like let's not give him life in prison. Or let's at least lessen that. He's going to be there for most of his life. Let's lessen the sentence on the other girl who he, ju- he just lost his mind. And crime of passion is a very real thing. That's why they degree murders into that. Yeah. So would I write a, if you just decided to slaughter and I'm like, oh, Brady's going through a thing. And the next thing you know, I don't know what happened to make you do it. But you lost your mind. And you can lose your mind. And you, you did something horrible. You're still going to jail. I'm not yeah. trying to get you out of jail. Yeah. I'm just trying to make it so but they saying, don't give here's you the death penalty. Right? Here's what I knew. No, I'm trying to, keep guy. You, trying to keep you out of the chair. Yeah. So would I write a letter for Brady? Sure. And it makes you wonder about character letters and w- what you'd be asked to do and how you'd feel if somebody said, like, if you're famous, please write a letter to let people know this isn't what he is. I'm like, it is what he is now. No getting away from that, but what he's been has never been close to that. Yeah. But this dude writes that letter and then just disappears in the middle of it. Where was Brett last night? I'm guessing that dude's dead body's going to pop up somewhere. Oh. Stop typing this letter immediately. Send. You're going someplace special, son. <laughs> Brett ends it just with the dot, dot, dot. You know what I like? I like when it rains. It's finished. Because it's easy to dig holes after a little bit of water. You're done here. Yeah, that's enough of that, secretary dickhead. <laughs> Fingers off the keyboard. So, yeah, I started thinking that. I'm like, I would probably do that. But, uh, you know, 
But again, I stand by the whole idea that if you write a character letter, like I, I have no respect for Ashton and Mila's little, oh, geez, we're, we shouldn't have done it, but we did it, and we're glad we did it, but we shouldn't have done it. I'm like, you guys are mamby-pamby bitches. Just say, yeah, I wrote a letter for Danny Mash. He was a good friend of mine. This horrible event happened. He's still going to jail, but I wanted people to know that that wasn't his entire character. And I could understand where the, the girl um, was coming from on the set that's saying, wait a minute. You know, Demi could write this one thing, but she's a little upset. Both of you kind of knew we were all doing the same thing. Yeah. Well, Mila was 16, and he was like 19, 20, something like that, and they were banging. Um, and then Vilmer Von yeah, Vil- came into the mix, that whole thing. But it's easy for you to sit and say, oh, I wouldn't want a character letter to keep me out of the electric chair. I'm resp- Until you're no, in that situation, you the, you'd be yeah. begging me to write me a character letter if you didn't want to get fried. Yeah. Because I don't see you. And I would also understand, like, you went, oh, you went off the grid. I can't right. write you a character letter on that. Right. But the character letter isn't about, like, he's going to be great forever. <laughs> it's like he used to be okay. So let's give him some leniency on a, a life well lived up until whatever. Because we know love and hate and passion and all that have driven normal folks bananas. Hello, X-World. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't juice it, World. It's a I'm, juice world. It's a juice world, Brady. It's a world. I'm Juice's world, and you're just living in it. <laughs> anyway, I love the idea of the character letters. I mean, think of what you could have written about me. 2,000-yard season and a 14-game. Uh, that's unbelievable when you look back at my accomplishments. So I had an incident. <laughs> you guys, come on. So it was a moment. Would you write a character letter for me, Brady? Absolutely. That's right, you would, or else. Brad, how about you? I got one already drafted, ready to go. You probably have one in your files. Just save for the next time I just go absolutely insert name here. Yeah, just file it away with blank and I'll sign it and you that's good. Character letters are a good idea. Because it doesn't it doesn't identify or define you when you Lose your mind over your wife giving out blowjobs to friends that you... Come on, Marcus Allen. Where's my character letter? That's all I'm saying. There's mine. (laughs) This is Brady's character letter. It says, Dear Judge, Juice did it. Be nice to him. That's beautiful, Brady. You're welcome, Juice. And then maybe the judge would have taken into consideration had I been guilty. I mean, (laughs) let's just make it clear. I wasn't actually guilty of the crime. Character letters are nice. So, guys, if you could... Especially Buffalo Bills Nation. Bills Nation. Hey, get one of those letters in your files. And we'll just like, you know, the end of Miracle on 34th Street. When my next murder happens, the judge will just be covered in letters from fans saying, you know, the juice is a good guy. <laughs> How about that Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I haven't seen a body slump like that on him. Well, we'll get into that another time. <laughs> All right. That's, I'm just saying. That's a tough one. Did you write a character letter for what OJ did? Couple no, of it's good for you, you do. I mean, <laughs> think about all... AC would have. Of course he would have. You've got one friend and an AC is... But that makes you kind of like... That dude... That now you're identified by that. So, like, writing a character letter for a dude who lost his mind. I don't know if I have that in me truly to do for anybody who has... I mean, it would depend on the severity of what you've done. If you OJ your wife and a waiter and then ask me, hey, would you tell folks I'm a decent guy? Well, I can tell them you used to be a decent guy. We want you to write that letter while the parents of the uh, girl is uh, in that room with you. Right. There's the tough part. That's the tough one. Then go talk to the Goldmans. Good. 
Yeah, that's a toughie. But the dude who wrote me that letter, I need you to con- – oh, he podcast listens too. So he, he said he heard that on the podcast. So we're not going to hear from him this morning unless he answers my emails by chance. But I didn't like the sound of that thing just ending. It just came to an end. Maybe he was dictating, as they said in Monty Python. <laughs> as he's being murdered, he typed out the U-H-H-H-H-H-H. Perhaps he was dictating. But yeah, he was murdered uh, by his friend, I'm guessing. Allegedly. I could see that with Brady. I think you and I both could. Rose colors, all that stuff. When reality finally hits him square in the gut, <laughs> that, that, that stick snaps in half and rampage Bogan goes out into the roads and starts slaughtering your household pets and family members. And I can't take it anymore! <laughs> Whatever's in my way. Fudge you, God! <laughs> Did he just say fudge you, God? My God, he's lost it. <laughs> Fudging Jesus. I thought you were my pal. Roar! And then you just hear a very haunting typo negative uh, song in the background. Celebrate me home. (laughs) He's just slaughtering the entire neighborhood. I could see Brady losing it. Rose-colored glasses Brady, who never had a question, finds out some truths. You know? Bunny was... uh, not his mom or something like that. It's impossible because you two are shaped exactly the Cut same. Too late now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you say that now because you're still compacting. It hasn't boiled over. Yeah. You haven't killed away at all that info. It's set hard. Yeah. Some of the some of the real stuff. Like if there's ever a time that one of your uncles fingered you, like a guy that took you to that concert. If that repressed memory Uncle ever, Mike? yeah, if that repressed memory ever comes back and you're like, what was that? And it's you try to stuff son? it down. You Can try you to stuff that? it down, and there's just no more room. And blah, 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 blah. and half of Morrison Acres goes down. <laughs> Large fire in the East Valley today. Well, a small woman. I'm a man. Claims uh, he burnt the entire neighborhood down for no reason at all. Tasmanian devil fires in Gilbert. Yeah, screaming, fudge you, Jesus. <laughs> a man has lost his mind while wearing giant rose-colored glasses. It's called irony. Anyway, well, good luck. I'll write you a character letter, even if all you right. burn down all the Morrison Acres. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> burn it down? Before. We should write a character letter. You know what? Happens. That's kind of like having a funeral when you're still alive. Yeah. What would people say about you in your character Just letter? like they make those uh, uh, video pieces for stars and stuff. Yeah, when they, when before they they're dead. Yeah, yeah they have package. packages ready to go in case the death of this star happens. They're ready to run it like immediately. That's a good idea. Write a character letter for your friend you think is going to snap, Brady. And you inevitably... (laughs) I'll have a pack of them. Yeah. All I knew of this man... Oh, you'll have stacks. The crazy part is we write character letters for guys like Danny Masterson, you know, to lessen his sentence. We write character letters for murderers like this guy did, right? He had a a situation going for that. Uh, Tom Brenneman can't get a job. You can write as many character letters you want to employers. This is a good dude. This was not a pattern of behavior. Uh, it was a joke that went on the air that was uh, off color, wrong. He admits that. It's time that his sentence is lessened. No. It's remarkable. Still in the who's It is remarkable how we don't give grace to someone who does something like that. You know, the cancel culture world have killed them all forever. But, you know, we're supposed to show leniency to a rape victim. 
with a character letter. And I understand it. I, I think it's both both ends of that are real. Like, you yeah. know, friends of something. Somebody who's done something terrible had a bunch of friends. Probably had a job. Was a normal guy. And if, you know, so long as it isn't a pattern of behavior where you can't write a letter for Jeffrey Dahmer, like, everything I knew about him was great. He just didn't find you attractive enough to chop your head off. Those all came out at the beginning, not for Dahmer, but for like right. BTK killer. He's an amazing man in the but in the community. Right. Oh, John Wayne Gacy, uh, yeah. Raider, uh, all the the BTK guy was Raider. The uh, all those serial killers were charming, nice guy. Quite never kept to himself. You know, one of those deals. It, not not unless they're just you know like the only one that was really nuts was uh, Kaczynski, and he was. You look at his writings. He was on to something. You look at his behavior, he completely lost it. But he was 40 years ago saying, we got to stop this computer takeover. Not that they're going to take our lives and they become our overlords, but they're going to take our brains and make us wrong. we make us nutbags. And then he just started blowing stuff up, which was not the way to do it. But you'd write a character letter for those people. And then, you know, a reference letter for employment for a guy like Brenneman, who I think the world of. I think he's a good dude. I find the situation hysterical because of the memes, but can't we all just think it's funny, awful at the same time, and then let the guy have a life? But your reference letter would fall on deaf ears for Brenneman because of money. Uh, again, like the Kaepernick thing. He, you know, he's not all that, but nobody wants the baggage because it affects the money. If it's a prisoner, no one cares. Well, you write a letter to get this guy from 30 years to 15. Who cares? We could do it. 15 years will all be over it anyway. Except for the family. Blech. What are you going to do? Yeah, it's a, it's a weird world. It's a strange, strange, mixed up thing where we give ourselves that opportunity to do that. But now Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are the ones who are under scrutiny and didn't break the law. And I don't want to hear any more about Ashton Kutcher had sex with Mila Kunis when she was 16 and he was however old he was on the set of that 70s show. Um, because first off, when she was 16 and he was older, they made them boyfriend and girlfriend on the show because he was playing a teenager. So they were kissing anyway. Like, they were being forced to make out. Second, uh, same with Wilder Valderrama. They would cast Demi girls. Demi Lovato. You know, yeah, all that stuff. Well, Demi Lovato was, like, around. Not a big cast, yeah, but, but still. It was kind of 17 like... 17 and 29. Surrounding 20... Yeah, that was a little old. But she's 17. Yeah. It was pretty darn close. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to hear about that because evidently Mila Kunis isn't that affected by it. She married him. They didn't see each other for a while. He went and married Demi Moore, which was even creepier than anything he did. And then uh, ended up getting back together and lived, seemed happy. If she's not affected, we shouldn't be. She's not his zombie slave of love. She likes him. And I, you know, mentioned it, but Kurt Wood Smith also read a letter, you know, wrote, he wrote a letter. Yeah. He's like, this is my experience that I know of this guy, but. Right. Exactly. Like, if Brady went nuts, I'd be like, I didn't see that. Yeah. So here's what I know about him. Take it with a grain of salt because he did the thing. But I don't know that person. This is what I knew. And that's a character letter. Why people are getting scrutinized for it, or in the case of the guy who emailed us, murdered while they write it. How did these get released? Did they find that's out? Or the is other it, that was up to the judge. The judge shouldn't do that. Yeah. He should get in trouble for even releasing those. Yeah. That's, for, that's for the court. Should only be for the court, those character letters. And somehow or another, it got out. Like, he let them loose. Cool, I got Ashton Kutcher's autograph. Check it out, everybody. Here, paper. <laughs> so, yeah, that one got weird, too. But what would, I, what would you say about Brett? Let's say Brett finally gets caught. 
For what? <laughs> all right, all right. Settle what down. What are you talking it's, about? This is what Come I'm on. saying. <laughs> Brent, There'd be a lot of that. You I'm know my, what I'm saying? My first line is, dear judge. Brett was an interesting fellow. <laughs> I knew him pretty well, but there were always things that were never really revealed. I think my character letter would get you 10 more years. <laughs> Please don't write. <laughs> I'm not going to write you one. He, he seemed a, okay, but I was never sure. Was he kidding? Turns out, no. He was a blast to work with. Yeah. Forget about it. A real <laughs> pleasure. Honestly, he made the room better. But it turns out all those jokes were true. I'll take my chances without right. you guys. <laughs> I got people for character letters. <laughs> I think, oh, I think he's going to kill us. That's part of the deal. They all have those letters already built in once they join. <laughs> the judges are in. We know you're going to jail. I haven't even gotten to sentencing yet, and I'm getting character letters. Was that your uh, welcome packet at the Italian club? Uh, well, you know, I mean, it, yeah. right. <laughs> I think my character letter for you, Brady, would even be like, wow, dear judge, wow. I cannot, I still can't grasp what Brady did. This is not the man I knew. But to be honest, there was a lot of stuff inside of him that I waited for. Like, I would eventually start I writing. I thought like, it was yeah. a volcano waiting. You know, in hindsight, I think, I think this makes a lot of sense. Anyway, he seemed all right when I knew him, but I think you guys are going to do the right thing by putting him in a pan. My character. Yeah, letter. you'd end up writing it. Into the whole weird backfire and similar. Like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, if I wrote one for you, oh, like, well, he's talked about all these things before. <laughs> he's definitely brought up murdering a lot. <laughs> he's got, he loved it. He seemingly only didn't want to do it because he didn't want to go to jail, and that's really what this letter's supposed to prevent. So, yeah, lock him up. He's no good. <laughs> I'd write my own character letter. Like, yeah, eventually this was going to happen. My, I, I used to giggle at a lot of things that were horrible. But I don't have the murderous vibe. I do find it interesting, and I like serial killer stuff. But I'm not alone there. Top five podcasts outside of Joe Rogan are all murder mysteries. There's Every TV show is a murder mystery. We love murder. The whole nation is in love with murder. I think it's because it's so far-fetched to all of us. But deep down, intrusive thoughts in our brains are like, eh, we're capable of it. Hollywood is so bone dry, they're actually writing, well, it's in the works, Murder, She Wrote, movie. They're going to dig up Angela? Nope. Who are they putting in that? Some I don't know, but, you know, of course, it's delayed, but. I know what this is. This is to appease all those ladies that go, once you turn 40, you can't get a job in Hollywood. All right, give them a Murder, She Wrote reboot and get one of them out there. We wrote Murder, She Wrote again for one of you old broads. Now pipe down. Here comes the Golden Girls again. <laughs> right. That's great. All right, Sarah Jessica Parker, go solve some crimes. Which we already have uh, We already have the Golden Girls with that new Sex in the City right. thing. Yeah. It's the new Golden yeah. Girls. With anal. Yeah. Expired. It's anal it's, Golden Girls because they have butt sex on the show, a couple of them. And then the dudes do too. That was the best part of the new Sex in the City because I've watched every episode. I've hate watched all of it. Uh, one of the touching, poignant moments in the last episode was the gay... Everything's about aging. And the one gay guy in it started to date a younger gay. And he's like, well, in my day, you were a top or you were a bottom. And this new Italian gay is like, but in the new age of gay, everyone pleases everyone. So you are not a top or a bottom. You're a giver of pleasure. Well, I'm not. I'm not a bottom. Nothing's going in there, especially that huge hog. They made a point to say this new Italian gay guy had a massive sausage. So the one of the last scenes is all the characters getting f- 
hard by whoever their love interest is. And it's it's a montage of like from uh, Carrie's getting a D and it moves over to her. They replaced uh, the Samantha character with some a Middle Eastern girl. She's getting hammered by some Hollywood producer. Um, a couple other people taking some pipe. And then they show, then they show the little gay guy who's never had one in him. Just getting railed by the big Italian. And, and the music swells like, oh, it's beautiful. He gave up his b-hole. Oh. And then credits roll. I'm like, I was supposed to be moved by this? <laughs> and I laughed for a half hour. I wrote a character letter. Yeah, they drag that murder she wrote getting a new thing. They're just dragging some old lady out there. All right, Helen Mirren, you want a job? Of course I do. All right, you're the new murder she wrote. Now, tell all the other ladies it's not hard to get a job when you're old. I see your old bones running around on TV. That's gross. Yeah, character letters are strange. It is a very, uh, I kind of want to, I kind of want to be in that situation at one point. Somebody has to write one for me or, I don't think I have that vibe though. But there was a, I saw a study about intrusive thoughts, and it's 90, they say in the study, 97% of people, human beings, it doesn't matter where you're from at all, morality, and I always say morality is personal and geographical. Like your morality is based on where you grew up, not some innate thing. And it's all based on human behavior. And 97% of people admitted intrusive thoughts have gotten them like, Hitting, uh, like just an intrusive thought would be, for instance, like pulling the the door open when you sit in the emergency aisle of a plane. That's an intrusive thought. Like, what would happen if I did this? Sure. And that's your brain going, you know what you're capable of. And it basically comes back to the power we wield when we hold other people's lives in our hands. Um, Driving off a cliff. What was that old experience when they were doing the shocking thing where the person would sit across from them? Oh, yeah. And they'd end up. Putting enough uh, lethal dose. Yeah. Without they play the shock game like you're yeah. not supposed to. But if you have the if you have the capability to give somebody a little jab, like and, and like your brain goes, do it, do it, and all of us have it. It doesn't matter who, and it's the, the intrusive thoughts. So we're, I think deep down the reason we're all interested in murder podcasts or you know murder shows or things like that, and it's all intriguing to us, is because we know we're not supposed to do it. We know we're not gonna do it. But we're capable of it, you know. You could kill someone. It's um, you're capable of it. It's, sure, and you have to actually fight it. Well, when you're going in, you know, when we're at war, you're yeah. being trained to that's, do that. That's it. Yeah. Don't question we're it. All capable of it. Whether we do it or not, it's a completely different animal. But we're capable. And this is of why it. we need you yeah. to be capable. I think deep down in our psyche, somewhere, everybody knowing that. Brett knows it firsthand, but I'm talking to normal what? folks. Uh, murdering people. Uh, you're cap- you Every about? human being is capable of know. great damage. And I think our brains know that. And it totally Brett's like, us. but are you good at it? <laughs> right. Uh, it, well, uh, Rich wants to know, regarding uh, this character thing, what would you write for Larry? Because he seems like the new Dahmer, constant lady rejection. <laughs> no. Uh, guy not- telling you just to relax. And- <laughs> What would your character letter be for uh, Larry, Mr. McFeely? Just such a docile human being. Again, it, the character letter would be, I can't believe it's come to this. But, and then I'd start saying, but in hindsight, like my brain would all go back to, oh, yeah, he, it, all the clues were there. You know, he, one more time with a girl who, who he tries to, because Larry's the sweetest man in the world. If you're a woman and you want Larry in your life, you're going to get doted over 
like nobody else. And the sad thing is Larry's attracted to girls that take full advantage of that and don't give it back. Yeah. And he, and so it's cre- creating this hatred towards the women he likes. And I don't blame him. But again, in hindsight, my letter would be like, Larry seemed like such a wonderful human being. But in hindsight, now I see why this I happened. see why he turned yeah. into Dahmer. <laughs> I see why he chopped those ladies up. <laughs> Judge, could you change the jail term to just a, a, a healthy fine? Yeah. Because he can pay for it. Yeah. He's a saver. <laughs> He's a saver, all right. Like Jesus saves, Larry saves. Well, he'd be in there negotiating. Are yeah. you sure? I mean, you know, three grand seems a little high. I mean, the more I think about it, the more I think I'd end up in jail from my letter. Because I'd write things like... In fact, I think those women that were with Larry kind of probably deserved it a little bit. <laughs> they were taking advantage of a real sweet soul. He's a wonderfully nice man, to a fault. And these whores that he chopped up <laughs> would start turning into this nightmare about how I blamed them. I would have done the same yeah, thing. I think if I was in Larry's shoes, I'd have diced her too. This bitch had it coming, Judge. I mean, what were we thinking? This guy should be free. He's a hero. And the next thing you know, I'm behind bars going, what did I do? The guy's got, I remember, and the character letter would be like, every day he eats a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I mean, that's stuff that you read about in serial killer books later. Like, he's so normal at work, but the little weird things, every single day, a crustless peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Eventually, you're going to lose your mind if that's every day's lunch. We came back from Scottsdale Airport together, and I said, you want to grab something to eat? I'm starving. And Larry goes, nah. I'm like, oh, you don't want to eat anything? Nah, I got a PB&J back at the station. He was afraid like, it was going to go to waste. Aren't you sick of people? That could be. That was it. That's at least 38 cents. Aren't you at least interested in a day without peanut butter and jelly? No. I'm like, that's the kind of like patterns that you start getting into, like Ed Gein and like the thing he did every morning with the shoes. And it's like, that's kind of one of them. So I think I'd end up writing a character letter that would get me tossed in the can. Toledo's character letter would just be a blank page that said, Dear Judge. This is what I think of Toledo. <laughs> and I'd write love, John, because I don't know how to end up letters any other way. He wrote, he forgot the body of the thing. No, I didn't. That's exactly what, I mean, when you think of Toledo, the page goes blank. I told a guy yesterday, uh, he said, uh, who's more interesting, the dude who collects old light bulbs or Toledo? And I said, uh, the dude who collects light bulbs at least got a story. Toledo walks into a light store and all the lights go off because he's never had a good idea. I was proud of that. But he is a nice person. But he could lose it. Well, they said the same about Ted Bundy. Right. Charming. Sweet. John Wayne Gacy. This, if I put it in order of who I think murders in this room, honestly, who snaps and goes nuts? You, Brady, Toledo, me, then Brett. <laughs> well, I'm last? Yeah. I think you're the last one that would snap. I think it's just, I don't think it's snapping. I think it's just part of who you are. Oh. Uh, I don't think it would happen. I don't think it would be a snap. It would be like, ah, oh, well, yeah, he got caught. This is going to be that, in 15 years, they're going to rerun this when Brett's in court. Because they did that thing with Conan O'Brien telling Danny Mashton, well, you're going to get caught. And now that's running all over the internet. I, I think don't you're think right about Brett because I think he knows to not leave evidence. And also, he he's got people. He knows how to do it. Right. Like all of us would be sloppy. Yep. He blood blood all over us and like ah, just standing in the middle of the road with our dicks out. I killed her. I killed her. Holding the machete. <laughs> and it would just be like I would go extra crazy. 
Just Is that your knife? Correct. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> as far as we know. Did you say you were going to burn her body in a text to your friend John Holmberg? Yes, I did. As he's All looking right. at ceiling tiles. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, as far as you know. <laughs> Did you do any research on the internet? Oh, that would be one thing Brady would never get caught doing. Research on how to get rid of a body. His browser history <laughs> His browser Zero questions on browser history. Food. It's weird. Yeah, he, uh, and that would be Brady's M.O. After murdering her, he Googled how to make a croquette. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that Brady would, with a dead body in the house, fry a little up. I wonder what people taste like. I mean, I'm going to the Who's Gal anyway. I might as well. Take a bite. It's meat now. But yeah, you'd be the first one that I think would snap and lose it. Then him, Toledo. <sighs> I think if I, I don't think I'd snap and lose it. I think I would just end up going screw this and then go on a rampage. I don't know. I've seen I've, I've seen you get pretty amped up a few times. I yeah, think but not murderously got, amped. Yeah, up. No, but <laughs> I've never seen, seen him me. get murderously it, amped up either. Mm, not yet. <laughs> yeah, just wait. That little chuckle Chocolate right there is man. the key to the whole thing. <laughs> you guys. That's what all the crazy murderers. Was the dwarf the closest you've come to being, like, super mean to somebody? That was the first time. No, little... the only time. I mean, there's a, the time they got uh, worked up the most. Probably was the hallway wrestling match. Mm. Oh, that was. Yeah, wild. but that's just anger between yeah, two people. That's, that's, but there was also no words there. You right. didn't say a word. No, that was it. just I'm going to kill him. Yeah, but that was the snapping. Just snapped. And if they, yeah, well, he yeah. tried to beat up Eric in the hallway once because they were they were they hated each <laughs> other blind. and they were trying to make it right. And then there was a physical thing. And then Brady just tackled him and tried to kill him in the hallway. Just wrestled him, put him down in the hallway. And all I heard, and I just looked at Toledo, and I'm like, "We're adults. Here we are." And I have to go tell the other adults to stop fighting at work. And all you hear is him, "Are you done?" Yeah, and all you heard from Eric was, "Get off me, fat ass! Get off me, fat ass! <laughs> are you done? School are you done?" I'm like, "Hey guys, not for nothing. Little radio show going on in here. If you could stop fighting in the hallway, that'd how much be time great. we got, bro?" Yeah. <laughs> and then just seeing Brady back then, he had a little bit of hair. It was disheveled. Oh, he was. <laughs> Two really out of shape dudes that just fought for a few seconds. <laughs> Thank God there was only one round. And yeah. it was seconds because yeah. Eric tossed a newspaper at him. Hit him in the back of the head with a paper. Seconds. Spun out of the chair and tried to kill him. <laughs> you snapped. And that was understandable. Now add love to the mix. Add add the misery of love and disappointment combining. And you st- I mean that's the reason but we watch those so- shows. All Dateline episodes are is I loved her so much. She did something terrible. My love turned into rage. It's it's love and hate are so darn close together as far as the the levels they'll give you. It's crazy. So I could see it. And you're a non-confrontational type. You're a sweetheart. You let things go. But do you? And off they go. And then there's a nice little pile of them. And every year that goes by, there's more. You like to think you let it go. Right. You never do. The body keeps score. And you got that little pressure valve. You let it out every once in a while by wrestling Eric in the hallway. Yelling at Dorf on the tennis court. Cutting Ronnie's head off. Oh, my God, it took a turn. You see it all the time. Dateline NBC. He was a normal guy going to work every day. But when he came home and found his wife and three men in a hot tub, he chopped everyone's heads off. One of them, the former punter for a college football team. (laughs) Long snapper. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) 
When three very shapely teen boys were in the hot tub, he cut their heads off. And you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Like all of us sit back and go, yeah, I could see snapping like that. But does that make him a murderer or does that make him a, a dude who fell captive to love? Some people. But we were talking it. about a story uh, yesterday about a guy that we know that it happened to him. Basically, he's walking in and oh, yeah. two people that he worked with. And he says, first of all, you're fired. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. second one, put your clothes back two on. Two coworkers. You know? Handled it. They all work together. Like a pro. Husband and wife. Well, not necessarily. Well, like a pro. I'm saying it got a little murdery, and then he had to be detained for a few days because of the uh, excessive amount of drinking that went on after that moment. Well, there you go. And Just friends, drinking. friends had well after you can understand that too. And then the I'm going to kill her thing started. It boiled. There was definitely not. It wasn't just like off we. It wasn't Brady's way. Off we go. That happened. He was. A good year or so of he might kill her. And we all would have known. But he worked with her and came home. And she was with another co-worker hammering away in the pool. But I don't think. But the first thing he did was fire that guy because he kept his cool until it all set in. Right. Then there was a lot of issues. John, let's just say Tripp has a Natalie Wood situation going on. (laughs) He sails a lot. (laughs) The police come to you or the judge does and says, write me a character letter. Uh, I love Trip. He's one of the best people I know. I'm shocked that he, but he did get that boat. Again, my character letter goes, you know what? In hindsight, it all makes sense. We have no body. <laughs> yeah, we have no yeah, body. He did it. My my character letter was like, there's no question. Yeah, you're right. Innocent. Innocent. We're not writing character yeah. letters. To, I'll write it for the- Trip. Don't worry about it. I got this. There you go. I, I got just trip. got you a raise. <laughs> Brett's character letter would be like, dear judge, if you know what's good for you right now, you will reverse this verdict. Well, I don't know about this letter. We're not talking about sentencing. We're talking about letting Mr. Reeb go. <laughs> right. And Let's I mean, we are talking about Mr. Reeb's freedom versus your heartbeat it's a matter of life and death and yeah. i don't mean for mr reeb <laughs> he loved sailing he was very good at sailing sincerely your god <laughs> jesus christ this character let mr reeb go had a your honor they had a couple of drinks people yeah. slip whoops on decks all the it time happens. on sailboats are you a good swimmer <laughs> guess not <laughs> Time to start looking for a new one. Yeah, what if Trip turned out that that's his whole deal? He flies back to that house of his on the East Coast and starts drowning. Broad. That's an Amityville situation. <laughs> we don't even know. It. You're like, telling me five women drown yeah. and Trip survived? Nah, he doesn't get in the water. He pushes them in. <laughs> and he no, didn't he, get into the water. He just he makes a lot there. of hard they just all on fell the off. Yes, it's a very slippery surface. Yeah, and they're older people. Another lady fell in the area. Whoop. <laughs> I call her chum. Yeah. Mm, num, num, num. You know what kind of wood doesn't float? Natalie wood. <laughs> yeah. So would I write a letter about Trip? Absolutely. Do I expect? No. But if he did it, like if there was like a sentencing, my letter would end up being worse because you're like, yeah, no, of course he did it. Like this makes <laughs> tons like, of sense. Yeah. By the end of your letter, you've right. gotten well, to the, the beginning would be just yeah. roses and so we did. I loved his character. It was fun. He was like one of the most unique individuals as far as the way he delivered lines. I thought he was funny. Uh, it, I li- uh, But, you know, that all this all starts together. making sense. <laughs> like that was all just an act. Larry would kill, like, we're, and that's the crazy part is that we're all deep down. We have to admit we're capable of it and have to fight that. 
not Brett so much, but all the rest uh, of them. Trip, I'm with you. Or, uh, John, I'm with you. Trip won't be caught. He's going to drop body pieces in the currents, yeah. along, like Dexter, and yeah. they're just going to float all the way to, to New England. Yeah, Wagner got... and I are on the boat again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a nice time. Talking reverse mortgages. And then, whoopsie, one of our lady friends slipped and fell. We didn't know it. There were cocktails. And then by the time we got up to Hyannisport, she wasn't on the boat anymore. Whoops. She could be anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Larry, like trip would get Larry. Larry, you got to go to the Huskow for me. I killed again. Whatever you say, boss. This is a good little soldier, Larry. Now you were on the boat with me. I would, and Larry would take it like, oh, trip invited me on the boat. <laughs> to go cover up the tracks. Not really river. coming on the boat. <laughs> no. Now yeah. you know what the invite is. <laughs> it's really all about. Larry to the boat. I have to tell Larry, don't go, don't, don't go, go, don't go. Larry, why don't you come out to the boat in Chesapeake and we'll go float around a little bit. Larry, the trip asked me to be his first mate. <laughs> you shouldn't do this. The coolest invitation was written on an orange. <laughs> That's a California thing. <laughs> Ooh. So can you swim? Did you swim? <laughs> yes, we swim. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are you right. good at it? Are you real good swimmers? I mean, you look like the current would push you right back over to Europe. What's, what's the longest amount of time you've How long do you water? think you can hold your breath? <laughs> Trip would kill Larry in a minute. And he liked him, but he'd kill him. And I would write that letter. And by page two, I'm like, I've heard Trip mention killing Larry. <laughs> It'd be American Psycho. He'd hear the music in the background. Instead of oh, Huey Lewis, yeah. you got Christopher Cross sailing yes. on in the background. And heart. Oh, tell me you have that loaded. Oh, of course. Of course. Oh. I got you. So, Larry, <clears throat> you want a Midori sour? <laughs> More than anything, boss. It would be like when, uh, uh, what's his name, killed the Fredo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why don't you look out at the sunset, Larry? <laughs> yeah, they're on the dock. <laughs> It's not, it's not far down, down paradise. Oh, you're singing to me, Trip? <laughs> yeah. Sing to you. Just go with it. That's right. Why don't you pose for that Titanic picture? That would be the worst. Larry's last less sounds are his arms are all out, and the last thing he hears is shh. <laughs> Stay quiet, you. <laughs> God, I hope Trip kills Larry. <laughs> anyway, oh. the character letters are not going to be favorable for him. And then he just sits with blood all over his hands and face, smoking a cigar, just like Hannibal Lecter after he chopped up Jim Pembry. <laughs> Jim Pembry, damn it! Oh. <sighs> I need a new program director. Oh, man. Jesus, you guys are devious. You're putting this all out on the air for alibis. I understand what the hell's going on. See that? You guys are saving yeah. your lives. Whoever's emailing that knows he's capable of it, too. You see through this. That's the creepy thing about the human mind. We know we're capable of it. Oh. We know it. I'm getting it. And we have to sit and wonder about it. Could I? Is this me someday? Do I? Will this ever happen? Like, what happened to that guy? He snapped. We all have it. Those intrusive thoughts are real. Pulling that handle on that 
plane door? All of us have thought it. Devious. Hitting the brakes or tapping the car in front of us. or that I mean, we all have it. Our brains are capable of so much terrible stuff. And we have to kind of push it away or we do it. It's crazy. Anyway, don't kill anyone today, please, if you don't mind. Had a nice 22-year run where only a few of our listeners have killed. And we've got a big audience. Right. So that's right. a pretty nice feeling. It's like, you know, I think that the rap stations have had 10 times the murders we've had, and none of them have been on the air for 22 years. We had the zombie hunter. He liked us, but that he murdered way before we were on the air. Former client. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Right. I forgot about that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, there's multiple. You were you were right in pluralizing it. That was the craziest one when we had the uh, the auto place mm-hmm. where Jason, I had just hung out with him. That's that's such a, I'm surprised that's not, it was a Dateline episode, but it wasn't a Dateline. It was one of those types of shows. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, and the weirdest part was just bought a new car and I was talking with him, Jason, worked at the auto body place and I was talking with him and I said, uh, I said, are these good cars? And right before I bought it, he goes, yeah. And he goes, but dude, don't spend any money on the warranty. You got me now. And he said, so let's not do that. I'll take care of you. And I'm like, I don't really feel comfortable with that. And he goes, no, 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 we're good. He goes, I'll make sure that it's reasonable, but I, I won't, you know, you got, a, you got a guy. So the guy's offered me the warranty at the time. And Megan goes, what if something happens to Jason, though? Then what? Like, you know, ah, you make a good point. Come on. So what I came to the conclusion was Megan killed him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this was... You ever get a windshield from Rick Chance? 12 years ago, no. But then, like, within a week, his brother killed him dead in the thing. Right. And the craziest part of that whole story was it was right around U-Fest, and they were a big sponsor. And they couldn't oh, find the guy's body. Right. And the dude who killed him was calling us after the murder to say, hey, right. uh, you still got my VIP passes? And none of us knew what to do. Like, do we give him, give him passes? <laughs> Just let him... But do we, does he, and he didn't show up, but... He's still innocent. That was a real good one. I mean, unfortunate, but that was a nutty story. And I went to lunch the Monday. It was a Friday night the murder happened. The Monday after, I went to lunch with the agency that was repping them. And uh, the guy sitting at the table goes, we just got bad news. I'm like, what? And he goes, Jason's missing. Like, missing? What do you mean missing? Nobody's heard from him since Friday, and we're pretty sure there were bullet holes in the building and and they were try they tried to patch him up. Like he told all of his employees not to show up to work because they were all supposed to come in on Saturdays. Like don't don't worry about it. I'm going to do some painting, get some remodeling stuff. And he was basically fixing the drywall that the bullets went through, and they were banging, they were fist fighting and all that. Cops were onto it fast. Oh, that's right, we had that one. But inevitably, 22 years in one spot with a group of people this large, you're gonna have a couple oh, murders. Yeah, have some terrible murders. We got him. And then we hired a guy named Brett. Well, so take care of all that stuff. That. <laughs> I don't talking about. Patching. Great at patching. <laughs> He's good at drywall. That's why Italians always have that friend who's uh, in the construction business to fix up the drywall after the bullets go through. Construction, sanitation. They did a bad job, though, because the Saltillo, is what yeah, you're saying. Saltillo exactly. tile had some ding marks in it from the, from the bullets. So they couldn't fix that in time in two days. When they reported it. It's crazy. What a story. I forgot all about that. Anyway, enough murder talk, everyone. Is there enough? But I am going to call Trip later and go, you should take Larry out on the boat. 
Because that would make a great dateline. And then we'd be on TV. It's great for ratings. If Trip murdered Larry, through the moon. Double wham, we'd get on reels. We could get on... Uh, oh, it's our own company. Yeah. Hubbard does it. Get Dan Abrams out here chatting him. I love OP Live. I'd be starstruck. <laughs> is, Sticks Sticks. is Sticks nearby? Sticks doesn't do this show. Oh, can I come on the set? One of your good friends was murdered by your boss. Yeah, but still. It's nice to meet you. It doesn't change how nice it is to meet you. It's the circumstance. Uh, Brett, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? All right, wake up song time. And of course, it's brought to you by our buddies <laughs> over at. Uh oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, John, you talk about snapping. Oh, no. I worked next to a woman for five years who ended up strangling her oldest daughter, trying to kill her next three kids, and stabbing her baby daddy. She got two life sentences, and here's me. I thought I liked her. I felt so dirty afterwards. Yeah. Nobody asked me for a letter. Oh. She did live in Casa Grande, so I should have taken oh, the Holmberg's morning sickness <laughs> advice and known. No, you should have known. Yeah, that's the area code you avoid. This guy says, I have to tell you, intrusive thought thing is real. But once you've actually done some terrible things here or overseas, uh, your thoughts change a little bit. And then your intrusive thoughts become terrible things happening to the people you love, and you're incapable of stopping it. Oh, our brains are juicy. Oh, yeah. Our brains are juicy and capable of messing us up. John, what you're talking about is that you're looking for, quote-unquote, house painters. Yeah. A.K.A. murderers yeah. for hire. Yes, I paint houses. I paint houses. You paint those houses? I paint houses. Yeah. I collect toilet paper. It's a thing. Anyway, sorry. Brad, All right. Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. The weather is getting nice, and it is time to get that bike tuned up. Mention KUPD. Get $10 off a full bike tune-up, or you can grow, grab yourself a new bike. I got uh, bikes from Santa Cruz and Kona on sale right now. ActionRideShop.com, or just go in and visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. Sure. On the list, we got uh, Metallica, Amana Marth, uh, I can't spell, but Avenge Sevenfold. Uh, <laughs> Sevenfold. Yeah. Uh, Static X's new song. Uh, Metallica's Ride the Lightning for everything that was just going on. Yeah. Uh, Slipknot Disaster Piece. Primus, John the Fisherman for disposing of those bodies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Drowning Pool, Stain's latest one. Deftones, STP, Let's do the new, and the, the Stain that we played yesterday. Okay. Not the one that we're playing on the air, but the new Cycle of Hurting. Yeah. Let's play that one. Because I, I, I haven't that. heard it yet, and it seemed great. Happy birthday to your boy, Dave Mustaine. Is it Mustaine's birthday today? 62. Holy smokes. Happy birthday, Dave. I've laid off a Dave because he went through quite a lot with that cancer stuff. And uh, we used to go back and forth pretty good, but, you know, I'm rooting for him now. Not to make more music, just to be alive. <laughs> I don't necessarily need to hear any more Megadeth ever again in my life. Yeah. He's still fun to do, though. That's exactly what I planned. I would get a little sick and get my detractors off my ass. Yeah. But yeah, happy at 62. Jesus. That's horrifying. That is horrifying. <laughs> We're at that age now. All those people that we loved are crippled old men. <laughs> right. It's weird. Uh, all right, you got it ready? Yeah, I got it. All right, you're going to play it? Yep. All right, this is a new one from Stain. What's it called? Churning in the Butter? Cycle of Hurting. Oh, Cycle of Hurting. Uh, churning the Butter. Churning the Butter, I believe. This is Stain's new song. It's about the Amish. It's out of control now. It's out of control now. 
There you go. It's the Chili Peppers right there, and they are uh, living under that bridge where you should be because there's hail just a second ago over here in Scottsdale. Now it's nice out. Maybe not where you are, but where we are. Went from kind of creepy, scary to beautiful. Little wind, nice day. Current temperature's probably sitting sitting pretty somewhere in the 70s, I'm guessing. Right now where I'm sitting, it's 75. Nice. 75 in the big city. 75 in the big city. Today's high is looking to be about 95 degrees. About 71 in this room right now. Yeah, it's now. cold. But here's the thing. Guessing temperatures, I would have probably shot a little high if today's day was the day I had to guess a week ago. Because it was 110 on Saturday, 114, 110 on sa- Sunday. We also here we are to- at 95 for a high today. And then on the 23rd of September, what will it be? We don't know. NewACUnit.com is going to make you guess at 98kupd.com, and you can win a trip to Vegas with the show. 22nd birthday is happening. We also need to let people know that they can't email Brett and I their guesses. That doesn't enter them into the contest. That's stupid. So you have to do it on the website. Click on the guess the temp thing and and go there and follow those instructions. strange as it seems to me, uh, like that you wouldn't wait until because I even said it to the guys. We're like, why why even go now? Like, just wait until the weatherman starts telling you about what's going to happen. And uh, Ben said, well, that doesn't stop thousands of people from guessing. I'm like, oh, right. all right. So, thousands more. that number at some point, right? Well, here's the thing. If we get 900 people that guess the proper temperature, it goes into an even more random mess right. of right. drawings. Right. Oh. But keep guessing. You might be one of them. It's a great chance to win a, uh, get on set jet with us, a private flight up there to Vegas, stay at Resort World, go to see Shinedown and Adam Ray. Friday and Saturday, hang out in Vegas with the show of Radio Walking to the M&M Store, everybody's favorite spot. It's going to be unbelievable. Scheduled tour. Brady knows most of those uh, Marvel character actors on the street by name. Hey, Kyle, what's going on? Captain America today. That's sweet. This is my friend. He's from Arizona. We're really going to get drunk and get a hooker, Brady. Hey, <laughs> kids. That's gross. <laughs> what's up, Binion? Hey, Mr. Pinion. I know a guy who knows a guy. I gave him some sauce. We got free golf if you want it. You down? You're kind of John Candy from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I know a guy. Got him shower curtain rings. He owes me. Only it's sauce. Uh, It is time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. While you're trying to figure out the temperature on September 23rd, Brady will give you information that's actually real. And he'll do it courtesy of Hooters. And it's all you can eat wings. They're back to pre-pandemic pricing at Hooters every Wednesday, all day, all the wings you can eat for fifteen ninety nine per person. You got to do it right there in the in the restaurant, dining only, uh, and then get your wings on. Stuff that face and gut full of wings until you can't. That's the rule. All of you, take a party of twelve. Everybody order the all you can eat wings, and make it so there's no more chickens. Eat them all. Hundreds and hundreds of wings going into the gullets of people who just don't care about themselves. <laughs> I want to eat a thousand wings today for sixteen bucks, and you know what? You can thanks to Hooters. Brady, report it. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Hug Your Boss Day. No, do it now, and then uh, it's National Bald is Beautiful Day. Well, that's all. That's every day, Brady. As you know, that's what they say. And Brett's right about that with that kind of uh, stern kick to the nuts of us bald people that we all know deep down it's horrible. <laughs> Brady, have you crossed the line? Are you celebrating the day today? Not bald. Um, that's where I'm getting. You it. are completely bald. Yeah, I'm celebrating. You got checked for lice that time. 
That's right. He went to the lice place. <laughs> you want to check me? I just eyeballed it. You're fine. Nope. You're good. <laughs> you don't even didn't. Come you don't need, on. You don't need to drag a comb through this? <laughs> through my lettuce? You don't have a head of lettuce, sir. You have nothing. Come on. Do you consider yourself bald yet? Yeah. Like a bald man. When people say, what's your hair? What do you say? What's on your driver's license? Blonde bald. Is it? You think you're blonde bald? Not just bald. Uh, it says it still says I have hair on my driver's license because it took some convincing for you to think that you're not bald if you still have the sides. I remember that when you're like, yeah, and it's you're, st- you know, you still think that makes you not bald. Those hair that I, you know, because I'm thinking bald. You don't even have to. Is your brother do bald? To it. Well, what do you um, do? Well, under my definition, I mean, can he grow hair on his head? In certain spots, he can, <laughs> so but he shaves it. He so your definition of bald is not being able to grow hair. You don't have yeah, to. He thinks yeah. alopecia is bald. Because right. I've seen some bald, you know, like... Josh Dobbs is bald. Right. Yeah. Is a guy with a comb over bald? No. Yes. Yes, yes he is. He's yes, covering he is. what? What is he Very covering? Very thin hair. What is he covering? <laughs> There's some rose-colored glasses. What's he covering? It's a... Basically, it's like a lattice. Ah, it's a pergola covering no. his What's head. he covering? <laughs> his scalp. Which is? Growing thin hair. Hairless. And he combs where hair isn't. And that would be called a bald spot. Patch. No, bald patch. But bald is the word we're looking for. you got to just start convincing yourself that... I ma- have, pretty much. Male pattern baldness is just here. Yeah. You, you don't... Nobody really loses their hair on the sides. Except for women in their 50s. Poor, poor ladies in their I saw one at uh, Hillstone a few days ago. Balding on the side. I'm like, man, oh, man. A couple of baseless fun facts. Rosa Parks hired Johnny Cochran to sue Outkast over their 1998 track, Rosa Parks. Nice. The two sides finally settled the lawsuit in 2005, six months before Rosa passed at the age of 92, and two weeks after Johnny passed at age 67. Oh, no kidding. He and Rosa went out pretty close together, huh? The guitar riff in Sweet Child O' Mine started as a joke. Slash, Slash played it while he was messing around during warm-ups because he thought it sounded like a circus melody. Huh. I can hear it a little bit. Huh. The NFL MVP in 1982 was... NFL MVP in 1982. John Riggins. Dan Marino. You're close. Feisman? No. I don't know. Same team. The Redskins? Yep. MVP for the Redskins? Art Monk. Charlie Brown, Art Monk, maybe defense somewhere. Uh, 20 for 21 in kicks and field goals. Mark Mark Mosley? Mosley. What? Oh, that's right. Mark Mosley was the NFL. Oh, that's No other kicker has has ever been named the MVP. It was the strike year, wasn't it? Um, oh, that I don't baseball know. Baseball strike. Thought eighty three was the NFL strike. Maybe year. baseball was 80, 81. Either way, that's what a terrible year for football. Yeah. If Mark Mosley was your most NFL valuable MVP. player, wow. you got it going twenty for twenty one. Yeah, field goals. Wow, that's that's less than. They must have been some field clutch field goals. Man, Mosley is now a big executive at Five Guys. Oh no, kidding. Could you knowing that? Is that research? That wasn't on the paper. <laughs> Brady just knew that. The old foot known as Mark Mosley, <laughs> league MVP. 
He's a big wig at Five Guys. Gave him sauce once. He, he owes me. <laughs> Google says how-to searches are Wait more... a minute, Brady. Was he your MVP or actually the NFL? <laughs> he, okay, you didn't make he's that my up. current MVP. He's the right current now. MVP of, of any football player ever. Google says uh, how-to searches are more popular than ever, except for the early, early in the pandemic when we were Googling how to do everything. Um, they released a big report on the top how-to searches in the U.S. so far this year. The states asking the most how-to questions, West Virginia, Utah, Kentucky, Arkansas, and Oklahoma. Hmm. The, how-to, the top how-to searches overall, how to draw, how to pronounce things, how to tie a tie, how to screenshot something, and how to get a passport. The top how to help, how to help anxiety, how to help people, how to help constipation, depression, cramps, back pain, diarrhea, all in the top ten. This is your Google search, Richard? This is just what I put in, yeah. You just wrote how to, and the suggestions were how to watch the VMAs, screenshot on Windows, train your dragon, (laughs) screenshot on Mac, delete an Instagram account, delete a Facebook account. Are you doing, you're looking to get off this social media there? Yeah, yeah. How to lose weight, how to lose weight <laughs> yeah. fast. How to tie a tie. That makes sense. How about that? I wonder what mine does. Let's see. Google. How to. Top how to make questions. How to make money. How to make rice. How to make eggs. How to make bread. How to make coffee. Hmm. How to get MVP on Hypixel is my first one. Listening. Hmm. I don't know what that means. How to watch NFL games, how to screenshot on Windows, then how to watch NFL games for free. Brady's been in my computer. (laughs) How to draw, how to train your dragon. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Brett, Brett, how to bury a body. (laughs) I was actually the same as Toledo. I ain't looking. It has something to do. I wonder if it's like on our phones it's different. I think it could be on because we're all on the same. Yeah, because we're all on the same yeah, thing yeah. here. Let me see if my phone one is different. How to train your dragon? <laughs> same yeah. as yours, Toledo's to mine. Yeah. How, How to lower Brady's blood pressure? Wow, Ooh. that's the fourth one. How to lower a good friend's blood pressure? That is also popular in Ohio. <laughs> How to question? Yeah, Indiana, Ohio. Yeah, I got the same one. Yeah, interesting. The FDA, an FDA panel huh? ruled yesterday, Ooh. an FDA oh. panel yeah, them. ruled yesterday the most common decongestant in America doesn't actually work. Doesn't do anything. The f- phenoephrine is the ingredient that's in a lot of cold medicines. It's in all of them. That's the Dayquil, Mucinex, Vicks Sinus Nasal Spray, Tylenol, Cold and Flu, Benadryl, the Allergy one- Plus. Isn't that the one that they uh, put in there when they made everybody put them behind the lock cabinet? The meth? I the think meth. so. I What's don't know. the meth ingredient? Thank you, meth heads. That's exactly yeah, that's what happened. Oh, yeah. ephedrine, yeah. right? Pseudoephedrine? It's pseudoephedrine. Yeah. It is, yeah. And um, companies uh, that really started to cut back in 2005. But they also said they <laughs> this stuff just doesn't work. Yeah. Or how much of it? The pseudoephedrine does. Various cold medicines in general, uh, they generate about $1.8 billion in sales last year. 
This guy emails that don't you find it funny that Brett didn't say a word but smiled probably when he found out that Rosa Parks and Johnny Cochran both passed right after a lawsuit they won. <laughs> His people are big on that. Oh, the lawsuit uh, didn't go our money. way. Uh, <laughs> I'll take care of this. <laughs> Back at a funeral home, lady. <laughs> Got her out of the way. <laughs> Again? Uh, oh, I ain't going back there. Well, you are. You don't know it yet, but you are. <laughs> if the night don't fit, you must acquit. Well, it fits. Right in your heart. <laughs> Great news. Lunchable. Lunchables expands their signature cracker lunch packs. Hey, hey, hey. With the grilled cheesies. What? They come in two flavors. All right. That's enough, Brady. Nobody cares about your Lunchables news. He's saying that so that they get down in the no. bodega downstairs. How in the world do you get Lunchables a, changes news? Four ninety nine. Unbelievable. And things. prices. Like, uh, yeah, amazing. You're right, because that's not part of our normal no, service. No, that isn't our service. <laughs> he sought that out. Oh, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. It's part of your regular it service. It is now. Lunchables have new flavors. Hooray. Coke just released its latest limited edition flavor. In its creation series, this one is called Coca-Cola Y3000, and it's supposed to taste like the future. <laughs> and it's appropriate. The recipe was created by an AI. Um, they say the flavor profile is 85 to 90% Coke with a 10 to 15% twist of something unexpected. Well, I don't it also that. comes in the zero version two I is don't full, want, full sugar what i don't want is unexpected with my beverage i don't like being surprised it's like finding uh fruit in your jello or thinking you're drinking tea and it's a soda or the other way around or the raisin cookie when you thought oh, it was chocolate you chips, chocolate chips. Yeah, you don't want to be surprised by what you're ingesting this isn't a blindfold me and try thing i want to know what i'm buying mystery flavor is not going in my i'm asking other people what does it taste like there's a shocking twist. I don't want my drink to be a Shyamalan movie. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure if you saw this one, but someone in Houston gained access to a, an electronics construction sign on Monday, changed the message displayed on it. Instead of uh, relying on the helpful information about road work up ahead, it said, due to weather, go F yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty accurate. And it was up there for a while. City employees said the controls were where you uh, type the message are in a locked inside or locked inside a box attached to the sign. So whoever did it probably had access. They were goofing around. You think they were goofing around and knew how to break in. But then they locked it back up and couldn't get back in. That's something I get fired for on the side on a road crew thing. Oh, yeah. Hey guys, look, dude, you got to shut that off. Oh, I just I don't know. How. Someone on TikTok claimed you can cure a headache, specifically a migraine, by soaking your feet in hot water. Obviously not boiling water. Right, Brady. <sighs> Thank God for that. <laughs> but to his defense, as far as yes. everyone's really stupid. So Thank you. Yeah, that was Brady's disclaimer. Although unnecessary... <laughs> Sort of necessary. Because the next line says, obviously, don't burn yourself. Right. But they say hotter, the better. Well, then boil it. 
<laughs> One expert has backed it up, a doctor in Maryland who specializes in acute and chronic pain, explained why it could help. The hot water dilates the blood vessels in your feet, which pulls blood towards your legs and away from your head. Hmm. After about 10 or 15 minutes, he said it should have uh, some, it should relieve some of the pressure in your head. I've always heard, at least for females, that a migraine at her headache gets cured by uh, oral sex. Always helps. You heard that too. Doctors have been saying that for a long time. Four to five of them, and usually it's the if fifth one. If you do that first and then soak your feet, right? But who listened to a woman doctor? <laughs> yeah, you know, screw soaking your feet. That's like do that on your own time. Yeah, that's for you to do when I'm not home. But I can cure your headache. The town of Lavira is near the. It's in Pol- Portugal. It's about 150 miles north of Lisbon. There's a big distillery there, and on Sunday, two holding tanks full of wine broke open, spilled around 600,000 gallons of wine into the streets. Oh, boy. The distillery is still looking into what happened, but it's taking full responsibility and said they'll cover the cleanup. Luckily, no one was hurt, but at least one person's basement was flooded. Mmm, basement wine. <laughs> Uh, dip your lunchables in the it. video of it tumbling down the streets is it's running a river of blood <laughs> is Jesus anywhere near this <laughs> it sounds like a Jesus thing the jokes have been firing into um one guy said uh the cleanup should take about fifteen minutes if you flew in a bunch of middle aged suburban moms. <laughs> <All right. laughs> You fly in Gilbert at 4.30, and uh, those ladies will have that. All the stains will be gone, too. Yeah, call it Postino, and yeah, be there Yeah, just put a, a Postino second. sign up and said it's an all-you-can-eat. They'll be down there sucking the carpet. Let's get to some radio videos. I have two listener ones to start out with because Brady's are pretty solid. Okay. So this one was sent by uh, Chris Clark. Dude on a pier off of a lake. He's getting ready to do the polar bear plunge, maybe. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't look that nah, cold. It's not but... that cold. So, it looks uh, nice. Yeah. So, he has that look about him, even though it's a it's a polar bear. It's a kind of a wimpy polar bear. It's the brown bear plunge, actually. Oh, Lord, Regular. So he's running across the deck. Oh, my God. There's a lot more deck when he oh, jumped. He just yeah, jumped he into the stairs. Little skip. Well, no, he did. He thought he could clear the six steps down into the water, and he jumps right into the middle of the staircase. Is that Gordon Ramsay? That's what I thought, too. When I saw All right, move, donkeys. Watch this. Look what I'm about to do. Leap. Out! Donkey! Shut it down! Shut it down! This lake is broken! (laughs) Why did Gordon Ramsay do that? And then this one just says... I cannot believe you didn't tell me about the steps! Says, I think we found Marty McFly. So you have to watch this the whole way through. Okay. There's a 7-Eleven, or like a Sonic parking lot? What is that? There's a car that's going to race through the picture here. Okay. There's this. We're at a Sonic... Whoa, guy goes 100 miles an hour. Oh, my God. Then there's a blue flash, a big blue flash. He must have hit an electrical box, but I think Lori's back in 55. (laughs) That's because the the security camera kind of blurs as well. (laughs) He gone. (laughs) The sad thing is we just watched a man die, and we put funny music behind it. He hit something electrical, and it blew his whole car up. But that's, or not, he's got a... Or he's in 55. Or 92 is what it would be Get your damn hands off her. That's where he is now. He's fading in a picture. First one I have is a a rear-ending car with a bunch of people in the back. It's like a pickup almost. Okay. 
Oh, it's one of those oh, car cutters. The driver comes tumbling out of the, oh my the car God. Rear, gets up. It's Please. one of those terrible countries where everybody rides in one car. Oh, my Lord. The guy falls out of the car. <laughs> yeah, the driver shoots out. the driver right That's out hilarious. Of wow. Hear the audio. It's <laughs> 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 Dandar. Yeah. No, what is that other band? That other band. The 1969. Damn it. Another one uh, uh, of a Brett special guy fixing a tire. Oh, these have been bad lately. The blow. Oh, there's a whole man. bunch of them blowing up. There's, there's a guy in the middle. I missed. The I guy thought in the there was, but it's not. Oh, okay. Are you They're sure? just all standing yeah, around I think the he was tire on the other side, and it explodes. Wow. I, there's a discount tire by my house. Never. <laughs> Why does this only happen in nations with uh, you know right. the tire shops that also serve food? Wow. Next one's projectile vomit. Uh. Oh, is it ever? Oh, my God. Holy exorcist. Oh, this is squid games all over again. Oh, 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 oh he is the human host. I mean, if you're looking to spread seed for your original oh, lawn, this, this is where actually. COVID started. What is happening to that man? All of them's coming out. Oh, that's like the tenth one. Oh, my God. Oh, it's all beer. It's all Kieran Light. Oh, my God. That was for Brett. Sake Bombers! Supuru! Next one, we got a bunch of... We got a Pelodrome. Looks like Flagstaff almost in that area. A lot of pines, but... Isn't it a Peloton? Peloton. Pelodrome's where they ride. Peloton is where... Oh, it's an RV. It just ran it over. <laughs> RV. And then the wrecks it all, but the guy. It's an RV, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, an it's RV, RV that just goes just rolling by and clips move me. bikes. Get out the way. Wow. Okay. Well, that one is no good either. Wow. All right. Here comes the EM50 rolling through yeah. Flagstaff. Harold yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Ramis and Bill Murray are getting the hell out of there. Bikes be damned. All right, Brett, knock it still. All right, let's, uh, well, that one's got too much language, and I can't do that one. Yeah, language there, we have to watch There's so decisions for. I got, you know. Careful with the language when we watch people's heads come off. That's what somebody said earlier. John, you know that TV has taught us that murder, good, boobs, yeah, bad. Boobs, terrible. <laughs> I want to see a set of cans. That's fine. Nothing dangerous about that. Uh, but they don't allow it. I want to hear cuss words. They don't allow it. But you know what I can look at? A bear with dingleberries wandered around a house (laughs) and toilet paper stuck to his ass. That's disgusting. My shiny high. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's disgusting. And then, like, there's another commercial where a lady holds her baby up over a diaper and it starts pissing all over the place. And his ass is on my TV. I'm like, this is what we need to ban. I don't see a disgusting little baby's ass (laughs) taking a dump and not controlling a thing. Just go to an old folks home if I want to see that. Uh, Here's some hot chick car maintenance for you. All right. Add some oil to her car. Girl's throwing, well, somewhere in her Audi. Like she's pouring it on the battery. It's like a two-liter bottle. Yeah, she's like soda. What is that? It's the biggest thing of oil I've ever seen. Is it running? It's not really oil. What is it? Gasoline. Gasoline. Oh, she's pouring water in there. (laughs) She just filled her. That is going to ruin the Audi immediately. She's got some thick leg. Oh, no, those are boots. Never mind. You can hear the engine not liking oh, this. There's burning. There's <laughs> burning the smoke. And she waves the smoke away. 
And now the car is seized. She's got to be a smoke show. Oh, my God. Wow. Whoever uh, paid for that Audi for her? It. Yeah. Baby, you're so beautiful. We'll get you a new Audi. Here's the aftermath of a nice motorcycle wreck. Uh-oh. Oh! Hot girl and Daisy Dukes. Oh, and her knee and her bones are all out. And she's still really hot. That's what true beauty is. I can see some of your leg bone, and I still want to do it with you. Oh, oh there's her whole knee is exposed. Her knee is ripped open. Look how hot she is, though. Go back to the middle of that, uh, Brett, and take a look at that top she's got on. Yeah. You want me to just go to the... Yeah, just fast forward to that. Look at how good looking that girl is with her knee all bones out. <laughs> what an outfit. Oh, man. <laughs> Still hot. And this is one of those ones where you're just not expecting the results that happen. Okay. Uh-oh. This is a... Never underestimate your opponent, I guess okay. we should say. Surprise events here. All right. Touch me. Oh, there's a couple cheerleaders. There's a big, a big, oh, big, large African American girl beating up a very small cheerleader girl, and now the cheerleader's taking at it. Now she's got Lizzo. Lizzo's down. Two points. Jamie Presley beating Lizzo to death right here in the video. She's got her by the hair. This fight won't end, and nobody seems to want it. You don't mess with varsity. Nice work. It has been brought in. That is Luca and DeAndre. You would never get that bet right. <laughs> exactly You'd right. You'd never get that bet right. On paper, you yes. showed me those two and said, who wins the fight? I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that poor little blonde girl's going to get killed. But you're right. She is. She Luca Doncic the entire day. And this one was entitled uh, Toledo Earning His Allowance. Okay. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> Cuck allowancing? Yes. Here we go. Okay. Oh, 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 God. Oh, oh. All right. There's a lady reverse cowgirl on a guy, and occasionally she picks up a rubber mallet and hits him in the nuts. Oh, <laughs> and underneath that woman is Dick Toledo. That's the. She's got the mallet again. He's trying to stop her. He doesn't like it. Stop. Six shots before his hand comes in to defend. Oh my god! Wow! Oh my god! It's, wor- it's the worst fight defense since hammer. a Rocky movie. Wait, he's trying to do it himself now. Now he's got the hammer. Oh, oh, oh no, she's back. He's One, trying to oh. take a shot there. How do you stay erect through that? Oh, oh my god! Uh, we'll end it on that. All right, we will. <laughs> How much do you get for that, Toledo? Yeah, where does that run a guy? Dinner? That costs a lot, actually. That's, that's the extra sauce. Man, oh man. Yeah, that's a whole case of Brady sauce for that. Wow. All right, then. Rubber mallet anywhere near the sex dungeon. And I'm out. What's this? It's a meat hook. I'm going home. Why do you have so many craftsman tools in your bedroom? You'll see. No, I won't. That's terrible. Uh, anyway, it's 824. Good videos today. Oof. I think a few of those we can actually put up on the Facebook. Yeah, right? most of them we can, except for the rubber mallet. The Toledo one? Yeah, put Toledo's up there. Just call it Toledo's Home Videos. <laughs> Alfonso Ribeiro can host. <laughs> America's Funniest Toledo Videos. Uh, all right. It, I'm, I'm, my balls are killing me. It's 98 KUPD. There's your Brady Report. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. All right, I'm getting uh, bombed on my emails about the, uh, the, evidently it happened this morning or yesterday or whatever. I haven't seen anything about it until just now, about the the mummified aliens that are in front of the Mexican Congress. 
Uh, first of all, things that are mummified and brought in front of the Mexican Congress are usually just skeletons made of cocaine. Biden went to Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, all right. No, no, no. Different mummy. I was in Vietnam or something right now. So. Uh, Mexico. Yeah. I'm down here to mill some coke. Get back home on a train. Uh, they found these uh, aliens in corpses in Mexico. And they've gone uh, completely viral. It's gone nuts. And they think that uh, the genetic composition so far they're claiming is 30% different than a human being. Because it's stone. Yeah. But it's mummified. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, so it's like a... I don't know what this No, it looks like carved rock in the one picture well, yeah. I saw. But if that's it... But if it's naturally mummified, you're thinking of it like being... You know, like we're talking about uh, what happens up there with the petrified forest. They're kind of encased in, in mud and stone, and that's how they found them that way. So they're kind of that way. I don't know if they're embalmed and stuff like that. But again, how much do we trust Mexican Congress not to do this thing and then say... Now, the one thing I will say, Mexico doesn't want this to be real because they're super-duper uh, Roman Catholic. They're wildly Catholic. This, this throws a wrench into their deal all day. They've got that fake uh, shroud. Down there, that that lady. No, 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 not of Turin, but it's the another shroud. Yeah, the the mother, the virgin mother, brought him some sort of. It's the number one tourist attraction in North America. It's gigantic, and it's made of hemp. And they're like, oh, it shouldn't have lasted. And and she wrapped flowers in it, and then the flower colors made a picture. And so there's a, a gigantic building outside of Mexico City for this phony thing. That people still say, no, it's real. And even the historians have come back and the story that's told in the timeline that it's supposed to be, they used the wrong uh, leadership. There's people who they say were part of it that were dead 100 years before. And like, it's all messed up. But still, they're like, no, 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 no. Uh, there's some religion involved. Don't question it. Just do it. And it is their number one tourist attraction. The last thing they want is a couple of mummified aliens to be on their property in front of their government saying it's real because, no, they have to tie it somehow back to religion. They haven't done that yet. So if there's other beings other than humans, it kind of screws them up. So I don't, but I don't trust the Mexican Congress at all. I don't trust our Congress with aliens. Why would Mexico's Congress all of a sudden be on the up and up? But people are parading them around. That's kind of neat. I mean, if it got that far, if it got up to our Congress and stuff and you saw... You know, I think there's a couple mummies in there right now. McConnell would probably be yeah. amazed at their dexterity. Oh, uh, wow. They're really mobile. I Feinstein. Think. And good looking. Yeah, Feinstein, oh, yeah, Feinstein and McConnell. Crypt keeper. Standing next to two alien mummies. And you're like, guess which one's alive? I, I'm stumped. It's 0 for 4 on that guess. What's the fan duel? Well, we, uh, we found these mummified aliens. Oh, oh, he's been mummified by the aliens. He's under their spell. So maybe it's real, maybe it's not. But they're saying that the corpses were in Peru's Cusco City and they moved them up to Mexico. Uh, the World Congress of Mummy Studies has called the claim a fraud when the mummies sure. were first discovered in 2017. Sure, sure. But now they've made it all the way to some governmental agency. So they're. It's about time. Yes. <laughs> Every alien thing's been. Yeah, I don't ever trust that either. When an article comes out, go, oh, they've, we've determined that's a fraud. They've been saying that to us for years, the Las Cruces stuff and everything that's landed and everything that's shown us differences. Well, that's a fraud. Everybody who's been abducted is faking it. Remember they used to do the Egyptian, the kids, they would make their heads like triangles. Yeah. Their archaeologists are saying the Peruvian mummies 
are the result of intentional skeletal modifications. Cool. They practice wrapping babies' heads in rope and then uh, used wooden boards to elongate their skulls. When they were alive? They'd have to do it when they're alive. Yeah. Well, that's no good. How much worse they, can the aliens be? They didn't be? Uh, live too long with that practice. Because no. of those you don't do well. Huh? You're very rarely <laughs> in a good situation when somebody's smashing your head down with a board and some rope. I think that's called murder in most places. But it's Peru, so what are you going to do? But, yeah, everybody's emailing me these things because evidently it's a big, big whoop down there in the Mexican Congress. And Mexican Congress, that's the more surprising thing. I believe in aliens. I didn't think there was a Mexican Congress. That's the most shocking thing about this story. There's law and order in Mexico. Where? They, they, have, surprise, Holmes. they have lawmakers in Mexico? I had no idea. we got to move some of these drugs. Approved! <laughs> Approved! <laughs> Next case, clear! That's all I picture. <laughs> There's tires for sale. and I, I just don't, I don't see Mexico having a, uh, an active Congress that's... Like if they said in front of the, Mex- the board of Mexican cartel leaders, I'd be like, okay, this is real. Like something serious going on here. Those guys are in charge. Mexican Congress? What's that mean? That's just a band, isn't it? That's the guys who come by my table and play real loud while I'm trying to enjoy chips and salsa. Hello, we're Mexican Congress. Okay, cool, go. <laughs> Next bill to split 70% of the taxes amongst the hundred of us. <laughs> Sounds good to me, player. Next. All right. Pinchy John, you got a complaint. See. Si. <laughs> I didn't get in on that last thing. You know, my uncle, Tio, he told me I was in on it. Okay. All in favor of Pinche John getting a cut. See. <laughs> si. Okay, next thingy. <laughs> okay, get the rooster out of here. <laughs> That's Mexican Congress to my bigoted brain. Because I don't think they're running anything. Kids know every trade possible known. By the age of 12. Every, oh, yeah. Oh. Every, every trade. <laughs> We're sitting here playing the Immaculate Grid. I got confused for a second. Okay, he's a real good handyman. Uh, all in favor of letting my 11-year-old boy work on the electricity inside Mexican Congress. See? Si. Okay, next thing. Yeah. Okay, everybody wants uh, the national anthem to be something sung by Ricky Martin. <laughs> oh, that's great to see. See? Well, what else? He's gay. Oh, never mind. He's gay. I forgot about that. God hates that. Never mind the Ricky Martin theme. Mexican Congress. Bring in Shakira. Close enough. She's close from enough. Central America, player. But enough. you know what? Most people don't know. Why do you don't know? And her hips don't lie. I don't think Mexican. I think Mexican Congress is is. I think I've seen that. I think it's called. Uh, Sabado Gigante. And there's a bee that runs around and a guy goes, oh, 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 oh. welcome to Mexican choo, Congress. Choo, yeah. choo, choo. <laughs> Do they have lasers? I think Peeline is Mexican Congress. Welcome to Mexican Congress. Okay, kick ass. We got lasers. Okay, who wants this? It's a box of kittens I found outside Mexican Congress. <laughs> the lasers are real popular in the State of the Union. Half, half the Congress stands up. Yeah, I don't trust Mexican Congress. I don't trust American Congress. Mexican Congress, I've seen Mexico. Uh, 20 million people can't be wrong. And I'm talking about the ones running north. And that's the fault of Mexican Congress. I don't really see a a good government situation. So you throw a couple of aliens in front of them, they're just going to make something up. 
get one of Escobar's people in there, and you're like, all right, now we're talking. Now somebody in charge is in the room. Like, I don't want to hear Joe Biden talk. But when Elon Musk or Bezos says something, I'm like, that guy's in the sun. He's in charge of stuff. Escobar, we're going to send you to prison as soon as you build the prison that we're going to put <laughs> right, you, you in. You build it and then put to the tunnels. We know how you get in and out. Like, every time Biden and uh, the blackface guy from Canada go down and visit whoever the president of Mexico is. We, we don't even know who the president of Mexico is. It's so meaningless. Uh, Fox or something no, like that. No, that no, I'll tell you how much I've been paying attention. And he was only... That gringo was a look, long time. The only this. reason we knew uh, Vicente Fox was president of Mexico was because he looked just like Gregory Peck from the movie Old Gringo. And also, we thought it might be James Garner. Rockford might have had a new job. He looked familiar to us. And he might have done a good job, but nobody knows. I'm just going with Edward James almost. He plays the Mexican guy in everything. <laughs> he, I mean, might as well. Selena's dad. But when and, we see uh, the, Stand By Me, yeah, the or, North American, or, or Stand and Deliver, you know, <laughs> all those things. And President of Mexico. <laughs> I believe you. Anyone could come up to me and say, I am the President of Mexico. And I would be like, I have no evidence to refute this. Like, you might be. Because I have no idea who it is. So you see Biden and Trudeau at podiums with some Mexican guy, and they're talking about the North American thing. I'm like, talk to the cartels. That one guy's not doing anything. And our mummy's not doing anything either. He's talked to met the president of Mexico today. It's great. He's B-Man from Sabido Agante. Yeah. Makes me laugh. Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. There you go, Brady. And you looked it up, I too. had to look it up. Yeah. And I, that's the, maybe... The first time I've ever heard that. And ask me again in an hour who the president of Mexico is. Because <laughs> it ain't sticking. Jacoby Ellsbury? Yeah. <laughs> Rally Berto? Mexico's government doesn't matter is what I'm saying. So the aliens being in front of them, <laughs> stop it. Okay, Who's the CEO of Home Depot? Because I'm pretty sure that guy has more power over Mexico than anybody in Mexico. Like he, he leads more Mexicans than a Mexican president. Mexican Congress. What laws are they passing? Okay, we have to pass the new law about spray painting the wall. Uh, uh, we, some people want to make it illegal. Can you believe it? F*** them. <laughs> Stay legal. All right, now it's the catapult bill. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're going to catapult folks over the wall. I don't buy their government. So stop sending me that until we actually have some evidence that these aliens are something. Now, Brady says tying a baby's head to boards <laughs> is what created this. You know, it seems like I a, didn't say it. Oh, well, you sure you did. No, you said it. I yeah, heard you okay, say yeah. it to me. You, you, I did. Yeah, you yeah, said it. Yeah, yeah. Remember when you said it? Yeah, that was, that was I what do. that was I the evidence I have. Yeah. Uh, and I'm looking at the picture of the alien, and I'm like, I could see strapping a couple of boards to a baby's head and tying ropes would do this. But that's like a five year old. You know, the alien body looks. Five year old. You're, you're saying five? Well, I don't. I don't really have a good gauge on how big that casket is, but it's more than ba- like it's, the arms are too long not to be five. Uh, it's got big long arms. The babies don't have long arms. Certainly like, didn't do much uh, many leg exercises. Well, there's no meat on his bones. I mean, you're not going to see big <laughs> muscles on a. I thought I'd see. Some no, you're not for thighs. No, no, Brady. He's an idiot, Brett. We're dealing with a. We're dealing with a man who shouldn't be allowed outside alone. Anyway, so good luck to that. Mexican Congress, proud of you. Getting some stuff done today. Bring in the aliens! <laughs> thousands of people coming. Not those aliens, the real ones. You know what I'm talking about. Well, 
<laughs> you get pictures with uh, the zebra donkey and now the aliens. Now the aliens. Going. They'll move him to Tijuana. Yeah. That's what they're, they're... Okay, let's have a hearing. Should we put him in a glass case or not when we put him in Tijuana? America's going to love this. Uh, this says, uh, normally we're the ones reporting aliens in Mexico. Signed, Joe Arpaio. That's right. <laughs> uh, put some money behind that guy's campaign. He's running for mayor of Fountain Hills again. 94. Uh, it's 857. we got Rock Wars coming up a little bit. Uh, there are aliens amongst us, but I'm not so sure. But why not? We'll see. Then don't strap boards to your kids' heads. That seems a bit old-fashioned. Uh, yeah, Rock Wars is right around the corner. It's 98 KUPD Playa. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. 98 KUPD. Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. 98 Wednesday's cruising through the Wednesday. Uh, already ready for Rock Wars, and I believe Brett won last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have a topic for us, sir, please go. I do. Ready? Yep. Uh, you know, we were talking about, like, you know, the the whole murder thing. and <laughs> Well, let's not call it that. Know. That's what your people call it. Be more specific to what we were actually I talking about. I call it a disagreement. It's not, a, it's <laughs> not necessarily a murder. But, we, you know, we, writing the character letters and everything. So, yeah. you know, the, the topic of American Psycho came up. Ah. And uh, actually, Kyle Pierce hit us up and says, well, why don't you guys do the, uh, you know, the song while you're doing someone in. Right. Like, like Patrick Bateman in the movie, bashing somebody over the head there playing Huey Lewis. He had a kill song. Yeah. And it was, and it's a very right. poignant part of the movie yep. that he's describing how great Huey Lewis is while he yes. butchers a woman. Yeah. So, what's your kill song? That'll be the topic. <laughs> so, if they, if you were American Psycho, Brady, and you had snapped completely, you've seen the movie, yeah, yeah, okay, and you snap completely, your Patrick Bateman song, not to murder two, but like for the movie, right? Well, as you're going to bash somebody right, over yeah, the head. Right. Well, I don't know your method. And then to give your method. Well, that's what he said. No, no, it's here. It, it, I got damn it me. I'm not coming up with this by myself there, Chief. <laughs> I don't no make way. A I don't know he's talking murder. <laughs> you made the list. Right, so your Patrick Thanks, Bateman Francis. American Psycho song for Brady. For all of us, just independent? Yeah, or do you want to do it for just Brady? No, all of okay. us. So, like, what would your song be? What would Brady has to pick his song? All right, what would my it. song be? All right. I got a couple thoughts in my head that are just creepy. All right, I'm not going to go that way. Uh, it is, uh, <laughs> I have one, but it's specific to murdering a person. I think I can get in trouble for yeah, even bringing that. it up. No, I don't want to do that. I can do that. Uh, anyway, uh, it's 918. If you have any suggestions on what you think this song should be, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can text 97936. Uh, you can do all that stuff, and we can find out all about you and the songs you decide to suggest. Then we'll have our answers coming up in just moments. Rock Wars is next. <laughs> out of control now my one friend's prostitute moved away because uh her other client bought her a house just oh, finishing a story chicks are so lucky <laughs> we're just finishing i know and we're all th- you wouldn't do it brady if you were a hot girl i you would i would too Man. i would abuse it kidding me like with currency some, down there like i'm doing it jerry seinfeld said when elaine said to him if you were a woman it would be terrible so if i was a woman i'd be down at the docks every day you don't realize how hard it's been for us men to try to get what we want. You guys have made it this Candyland maze. If we could have it as easy as you guys do to get the things we're interested in, my goodness, I'd abuse it to death. I'm talking about prostitutes. Yeah, my one buddy had his had one. He was you know, one of the internet ones. He's seen her every once in a while, and she's like, "I got to move." It's like, "Why?" Uh, one of my clients is buying me a house. 
He wants me to he wants me to not have a boyfriend while I live in a house and his family lives down the road. And then up and moved her to Hawaii. Oh, that's terrible. I know. She got a free house in Hawaii just to be a slut. She was going to give that to somebody for free, for love. Yuck. Anyway. Brady, I wish you were a slut. <laughs> I would like to seem sexy girl Brady. I'll give it to you for a fee. You want this honey hole? It's going to cost you two boxes of sauce. What's he talking about? Uh, it's time now for Rock Wars, and it is brought to you by our friends over at Mo Money Pond, which is no longer in the book. It's gone. We, uh, we know it. We know, I don't know it by heart. As many times I've read it, I still don't know it. How's that possible? Why is it on the book? Uh-huh. Short term, long term. At <laughs> ten dollars to a hundred thousand dollars. Ah, no credit needed and top dollar paid with the entire process, just taking several, several minutes. minutes. It is in my brain. MoMoneyPawn.com. It is in there. I saw it like last second. Uh, the topic this week is we talked about uh, what went on with the Danny Masterson, uh, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher thing. We got an email from a guy. Well, half an email from a guy. Who said he wrote a uh, character letter for his best friend who reminded him of Brady, or Brady reminds him of his best friend. And his best friend snapped one day and killed his wife and tried to kill his wife's friend who was in the house with him. And he had to write a character letter about it and then later regretted it because once the dude snapped, he changed into the snapped guy and abandoned the, the cute Brady factor, which we all said afterwards, Brady, of all the people in the room would be the one that I would pick that has that after all this, all this repressed hatred that's been stamped down. By kindness, eventually, psst, psst, you're going to need one of those uh, release valves, and it ain't going to be pretty. Oof. Most of the time, people like Brady's hearts just explode from all the repressed pain. <laughs> it's either that or murder. All the uncle fingers and things that he just avoided his whole life. Boobs, yeah. topless ants, yeah. Gay uncles, <laughs> topless ants. Terrible crimes that were going on in his house the entire time he was there from all those foreign exchange people valerie just walking right there uh let's find out so if you were to snap and murder someone much like patrick bateman from american psycho we had trip song this morning when he tried to kill larry on his yeah. boat sailing by christopher cross uh what would it be who would you like to go first brett uh, john just kick it off me all yeah. right now i don't think it's a thing that you know you'd have to have like something obvious like talking about killing or whatever else. Right. I think when you truly snap, usually the song that's going on, much like uh, Patrick from uh, American Psycho, it's unexpected. And it would be a great story. I read a lot of serial killer stories, and the stuff they do while they're killing is like, whoa, that I didn't expect. So I think if you picture me covered in blood, lifting my, uh, probably it would be some sort of a, a like a, a bottle of some sort, like a. It would be it would be a blunt object that's not. It's kind of fragile, so it would take bottle longer. Of Tito's in your case, maybe a bottle of Tito's. Deep Eddies, <laughs> a little Deep Eddies, maybe <laughs> like a few thunks to the head and watch them kind of twitch and stuff. And then this would be going in the background the entire time, which I think yeah. would be great. a little Nat King. Cool. It's for the way you look. Is for the because if you're playing this loudly in your house while you murder, the neighbors aren't going to listen. For always oh, listen, he loves that Nat King Cole. Extraordinary is even more than anyone that you adore can love. No one can hear give So Nat King Cole's love because that would be a great story in the Dateline episode later. Brady, what would your murder song be? It's also old school, too. Okay. Um, if it was Jim Nance pronouncing the guy's name, his name is Frank, Frank Queer. 
It's Frank Weir. With the I happy wanderer. In this. Because he oh, always says the golfer. I vowed to read Valderall earlier, and Brady brings it up. This is definitely yours. This is your life theme song. <laughs> Die, mother fudger! I don't want to say the F word. God will be mad. I love to <laughs> Just covered in blood, <laughs> eating a pop tart naked next to the dead body. Well, this plays in the back. Yeah. Interesting. Who uh, suggested it? Crandall. Yeah, because we all say the Valdery Valderas. The video. Yeah. Oh, he's he knows murders, but we all know your theme song. This is just Brady's yeah, life. Yeah, this is just, yeah, this, this is just life for you. This is just, <laughs> of course, this, at least in your head. Everything is just fine. I am the happy wanderer. I love I remember hearing on. this song. It was old when I was young, but my grandfather had it in that pull-down turntable. Oh, right. Yeah, the big phonograph thing. That, yeah. The horn on it. Cool. All right, Brett, what do you have? Now, I'm not saying anything. I mean, like, I'm like OJ. Now, if I did <laughs> it, if I did it, <laughs> if you were involved, if I was involved, which I'm not, you're very against it. There's only one person and one song that could do it, okay. and that would be the chairman of the board. Oh, my way. We all went crazy. I did it <laughs> my Shut my you rat. Regret 22 right to the back of the head. I've had a few. And then the, you and seven other guys. Again, <laughs> just kick it. Too few to mention. I did <laughs> what I had to do. See, he's saying it perfectly. Yeah. Saw it through. And then without right over exception. the body. <laughs> <laughs> I planned. Get him out of here. All right, that's creepy as hell. This whole this whole topic is just weird and creepy, and I love it. All right. Those are good murder songs. Oh, yeah. Under My Thumb would have been good, too. And yeah, those are, those are, man, it's very Scorsese. And we know we're going to get the dude. This is Rock Wars, guys. Right, right, <laughs> but it's murder. murder right. Nothing more rock and roll than murder. Yeah. There's a lot of angst in this, some of the questions, except for this one. I think this one has uh, some kids in his neighborhood, maybe, but Baby Shark would be mine. Oh, well, that's a song that oh, that's, drives that's, you to yeah, murder. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I read a story about a baby shark this morning. It has a glove on its head, and some scuba divers took it off. And the whole time, I'm like, baby shark with glove on its head. Baby shark. Do, do, do. I couldn't read it without that in my head. Christine turns into baby shack. Baby shark. Do, 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 do. Christine said that uh, Brady should have went with pure imagination from Willy Wonka. Oh. <laughs> if you want a view, paradise. <laughs> Safely look around and one. do it. There's a lot of good ones. Anyway, who will, who's winning between the three of us? Will it be chairman of the board, my way? Will it be Nat King Cole's L-O-V-E, love? Or will it be Brady's happy wanderer? He loves to go out wandering. Uh, it is uh, your time to vote. Nine or yeah, 97936 is the text. You can text the word wars, 97936. You can email Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can uh, call us, 585-9800. The voting is happening now. The results are next. It's Rock Wars. Yes, something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Homeburg's Morning Sickness. All right, let's get right back to this thing. Rock Wars is upon us. I am. This is a tight fight, boys. Tight fight. Right now. And I just got... A few more just came in, so the next vote will take it, probably. 
on email. Brett has a not has nine votes. Brady has eight. I have eight. Whoa. This, this is the, win by two? Uh, just is the next the next one just came in says, Sorry, John, was gonna say you nailed it with something random like Nat King Cole, but then the chairman outranks the chancellor. Bert recognized it. No more handouts for Brady. Do your own research. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brett, you just got it. Damn All it. Right. That was tight. Super tight. What do you got over there on yours? All right, on text right now with 54% of the vote. That's pretty good. The chairman yeah, of the board. that's pretty good. Everybody said, John, I'm voting for you. Brett's going back to his crutch with Sinatra. You may need to consider banning the chairman going forward. Brady, thanks for playing. Uh, I still like when you lose. Uh, David <laughs> says, I'm voting for my rotund friend Brady because I can see him. Covered in Eric's blood as he... Oh, now, come on. <laughs> this isn't a specific murder. You said yours was. No, I didn't. You said you could imagine yourself... Oh, I could. Him. I can imagine killing a bunch of people who popped into mind Me first. right now? No, you're fine. Okay. For now. <laughs> Just made the list. But once I get the taste. Uh, this one says, Chancellor, I hadn't been more excited about Brady's Rock Wars choice in a long time. Not only does he have to think about murdering someone... He has to think about what song he's going to play in the background as he takes that ball peen to the back of Eric's head. All right, he's not killing Eric, everybody. <laughs> Great choice, Brady. But there you go, saying you weren't even the one who came up with it. So no vote for you. Bert, Jesus Christ. I'm not picturing the actual murder as you play the song so much as I'm picturing you dismantling the corpse afterwards. But a good choice, damn it. My liege, much like your murder victim, you have nailed this one directly between the eyes. Uh, uh, it's not an obviously violent song. You may have just changed this Nat King Cole thing for me forever, so I'm voting for you. Yeah, love changes when it's to a murder. Uh, Alvina Chapito loves love, so she's voting for me. Uh, Kaylin says uh, Holmberg wins that one. This is when I had my comeback going on. Uh, Brady for the win, just because it's funny. It's funniest one to imagine brutally murdering someone. Just that goofy smile on his face, covered in sauce. Quality songs all around, boys. It's hard not to vote for the chairman, but Brady's is perfect for the rose-colored mayhem. I was all on board with Nat King Cole. Tremendous choice. But then you got one up by Brett because it's extra fitting and you can actually see him doing it. Yours is just funny. Hey, wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry, Chancellor. Bert gets it today. Yeah, there's a lot of them at the beginning. It was all you. Uh, this one says, great topic, dark, twisted, awesome. John, your song's great. Brady, well done, and kudos for sticking to the theme, but Brett's suggestion, perfect. Well done, Brett. How much do you charge? I'm kidding. No, but really, <laughs> if you did, how much? Kevin, I don't know how much the charges are. That's something you need to talk about in Brett's oh, email. Well, I want to go right in letters. What are talking about? Yeah, so there you go. The uh, theme again, the murder song, uh, like Patrick Bateman from American Psycho as we talked about all the things we'd need to do if in fact we're snapping and we're capable of it all brains are capable of losing it that's why we're so interested in murders uh you shut it down richard okay we still have the best of five in the last caller on the phone so call us five at five ninety eight hundred in case john gordon picks the proper one this week one through five i'm guessing yes one through five one through five Number five, he goes for the bottom of the, and, it's and it is the text. It's refreshing right and now. It's refreshing. We're about to find out the refreshing winner now. It is fifty-one percent of the vote. Ooh. Ooh. Chairman of the board. No. Yeah, there we go. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Even though I do probably think that Brady is the most likely to snap and kill in a crime of passion, Brett's most likely to just kill whoa, whoa, whoa. or be involved whoa, whoa. or adjacent whoa, whoa. to a murder. That's in his list of songs he plays. Yeah, he's got a <laughs> CD of it that he burned himself years ago. 
Songs to murder rats to. <laughs> songs to murder hooers to. If you hear Brett pulling up and the windows are down and, and the chairman's coming out <laughs> yeah. of the car. If you hear it. Run. Yeah. <laughs> I've lived. Oh, God damn it. Brett's here. You pull up to his house and you hear that. Just yeah. say goodbye to Mathia. That's it, yeah. <laughs> I got to go to work. It's two in the morning. You don't go to work for a couple hours. You ask a lot of questions, Medea. <laughs> Are you writing a book? All right, let's do it. The chairman of the board it is. It Sinatra wins. That's like the third time Sinatra's won. That never used to happen. How can you not go for Sinatra? Well, we know. All right, I hear you. I hear you. There we go. Oh, a little threatening. Isn't that a system? Yeah, that's what I'm Oh, okay. Do. No, it is. Oh, it's plugged in. All right, there you go. All right, we'll do a little Sinatra. It's a great song. Now, how do you miss when you play this thing on a rock station? It's the original. I mean, the chairman is... <laughs> Any of our votes, though, would have been this way. The best. Oh, this song right now. I can just see you sharpening the axe. It's out of control now. That's beautiful, Brett. It fits. It worked out perfectly. People starting their cars. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to start a car. <laughs> Not around Brett. Let him drive. Glorious. It actually works beautifully. And it's a great murder song. If I did it. If you were to, you know, yeah. consider such an act. Yeah. Egregious. <laughs> abhorrent behavior. But if, in fact, I did that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's 9.54. Oh, come on. Oh, the man's trying to eat. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, time for the entertainment drill. How dark was that? I enjoyed it quite a bit. People like Sinatra. It's a weird thing, but like we could play Sinatra in between, you know, Zombie and Metallica. I know. I don't think we'd lose people. Try that in the music test next time. I bet you it comes up 90%. <laughs> they really love the new uh, Royal Blood, and for some reason they're... They're digging in a big way, my funny Valentine. Sinatra. You have to like it. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends over at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training, which is uh, the place I'll be heading later today and doing all that stuff. I told you yesterday about uh, the awesome uh, C4 and grenade training. It's like, man, eh, you're never going to need this. But what if you do? Uh, and then you start watching news stories because it's in your head. It's like when you buy a new car and you're like, I never used to see these cars on the road. Now that's all I see. Same thing. I saw a story yesterday about a guy. It was from the 90s who stood in the middle of a mall with a grenade in his hand. Turned out it wasn't a much of a grenade. But they used kind of the same training where you get a hold of the grenade. We did that on uh, Monday, and it was the most fun I've ever had. We were just doing all sorts of defense work and things like that. Did a lot of knife defense. And again, I tell people all the time, uh, more than likely... A knife would get used before a gun in any situation. And guns are easier to move out of the way than knives. Knives are awful. And if you're in a knife fight, you're going to bleed. You're going to get cut if somebody pulls a knife on you. It's just a matter of not getting cut twice. Get cut twice. Don't get cut a third time. They teach you all this stuff when you're out there uh, going through the motions. And when you go through the motions, I mean the real ones. They have uh, a thing. They did a seminar last Friday about de-escalating a situation. And there's a domestic violence one. And we've seen it. We've actually been out and about and seen a guy knocking his girl around. And the last thing you need to do is go towards that. There are people who are taking care of that. And after a seminar of telling people, don't, don't, their adrenaline still got a hold of them. And when they went through the drill, what did they do? They ran towards the bad guy. Uh, running to a situation is never a great idea, ever. 
uh, in the world of self-defense. That is a uh, self-preservation is staying away from bad situations. And they teach you all that stuff. There are ways around it. There are ways to still get the job done without making yourself, uh, you know, putting yourself in danger. It is so great. Like your brain just gets taught all new ways to think in hairy situations. And they'll teach it to you the first couple days you're there. You start changing your mind. And then you start getting in great shape on top of it all. Uh, check out all they have to offer at reactdefense.com. And also check out tacticalblackvault.com. The band Dead is ordering some of the guitar stuff. That Josh makes on the side. He's a very creative young man. He's got a lot of stuff going on. He makes these uh, guitar... Pro- uh, you can check him out. TacticalBlackVault.com if you're a guitarist especially. Very cool. So much going on at the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain And sync reunited at the VMAs last night, but they did not yeah. perform. That's right. They were just, just hanging out together. Crowd went crazy, and Taylor Swift oh. got the award from him, and she was basically... Just like she was at a funeral. That. Taylor Swift, she dominated too. Bores me to tears visually. Like I went on the TMZ thing, and they're like, "Here's the pictures of everybody going into the VMAs," and I don't know who Icy Spice is or whatever her yeah. name is. Uh, uh, but she was naked. Doja Cat's b- nip. Remember when it used to be a big deal? Like, oh my God, Jennifer Lopez's dress is so low cut. Doja Cat's <laughs> was just out. It was like nipple everything. Like not even covered with tape. It just walked in. There was another one that just had her underwear on. And I'm not against this. I'm not an old man complaining about the way it used to be. I like this. I don't mind nudity. And then there's Taylor Swift walking in in a long black funeral dress. Looked like Wednesday Adams. Boring. Those. She got video of the year, song of the year, artist of the year. Of course. Was Kanye there? Best no, pop video. The best rock video. Meniskin. Muskin. The Those dudes were naked, too. They have a girl in the band. She had a Uh Oh, don't make me sing it. I'm begging, yeah. begging you, you, you. Oh, I'm begging, begging you, you. Thank God we don't play that. No, KDKB played it every third song. Oh. It was a huge hit. It's nine minutes of that dude just going, begging, begging. <laughs> So uh, the AV Club put together a list and ranked the fiftieth or the fifty greatest music videos. The fiftieth, you almost did it again. The fiftieth greatest. You're a good man. <laughs> well, Thriller's 50. number one. Greatest videos Thriller of all time came in at number three. Then this best, list is wrong. Best videos of all time. They always go with sledgehammer. Number one. Yeah, almost every Still time. wrong. Every vote ever, and I just it's. Stop animation, which isn't bad, but that's always the number one video every time they do this. Still wrong. There's another one that's always in the top number five. Number two, like Dire Straits, Money for Nothing is usually up there, but that might have gotten pushed back by now. Vogue, Madonna, oh, number yeah. two. I don't get it. And How is that better than Thriller? Yeah. Sabotage, Beastie Boys, number four. I, that I get. That's yeah, awesome. Me too. And one by Metallica never gets mentioned in this, and that's one of the best videos ever. That made an Same entire song. Unforgiven's okay. Like one one brought on the only reason Metallica became mainstream is because of that video on MTV. No radio station was playing one. It's seven and a half minutes long. Nobody was touching it, and the video came on. And you're like, "What is that?" Take amazing. on me, number five. Aha, uh-huh, that's another that's one. That's always up there. It's a cool video though. What else is it? What did they give you the top ten? They went down to the top twenty. Give me the top ten. What's six, seven, eight, nine? Um. Hungry like a wo- like the wolf is six or wolf. Nothing compares to you. 
Really? That's just her face. Yeah, she's just, just singing her. in the. Yeah, single ladies. Beyonce, number eight. Addicted to love. Robert Palmer. Number now nine. everybody was into that. Was that all the sluts? Yeah. Yeah, dance. I think he had two videos that did that. Yeah, he right. had he, had, he yeah. drug him back out a second yeah. time. Didn't work as well. The sequel's never as good. Common People was number ten. Which one's that? Pulp, nineteen ninety five. Somebody <laughs> said the reason it's okay to see Doja Cat's boobs is because it's not a female boob. No, that's Kim Petras. Doja Cat's right. a woman. Right. <laughs> Doja Cat's old. She's all woman, <laughs> and she has a saying in one of her songs that is just <laughs> incredibly great. That guy that escaped from prison, Danello. Cavalcante. Donatello. Uh, sure. He, convic- he uh, escaped from prison in uh, Pennsylvania, or jail, actually. Did the crab walk up the walls. Yeah. He did. Got out. Dog Dog the bounty hunter wants to uh, help out the uh, police. He's well, he's already looking. been found. Did they get him? I think so. I think we just, like, within somebody the last sent a, hour. Yeah, somebody sent oh, a picture no over Did Dog get him? Was it uh, Dog? The, was that the threat? Just the better mere, be. The mere threat of Dog being out there looking for him, and he turned himself in? That's it. I'm... It's because the criminals like I don't want to deal with that. Got to share. Me, yeah, just, just take me. Yeah, <laughs> just take me back. I don't. I don't want to be on. To, I don't want to be in his car. <laughs> How about this list from uh, Ultimate Classic Rock? The most hated records in rock in rock history. Boston, Boston. Stop and, it, uh, Boston. You're just <laughs> this coming from Thirty Eight Special not yesterday. Even on the list, special out. was awesome. No, Thirty Eight Special was not awesome. Saint Anger. Uh, Lulu. Lulu's worse. Oh, yeah. That is true. Lulu's, Lulu actually made St. Anger look pretty good. Uh, go, Coda by Led Zeppelin. Coda's not on the list. That should be. Hmm. Extreme porno, porno graffiti. By the way, I'm torn. Extreme's coming to town with living color. And How do we not go son, to that? My buddy yes. son in Seattle said they were phenomenal. I want to see Nuno Betancourt play guitar and then Vernon Reed. I mean, it's the best guitar night in the history of stage. I just have to sit through more than words a couple of times. A <laughs> couple of times? Yeah, because they're going to screw it up the first time and start over. <laughs> no particular order. Um, I don't want to miss a thing, Aerosmith. Oh, we're talking singles, oh, not singles. albums. Oh, yeah. Well, they're saying the most hated records in rock oh records okay i, I was thinking full albums you're talking yeah. singles so yeah oh i don't want to miss things one of my least favorite songs kokomo the beach boys oh yeah Yuck. tough to take i like studio phil collins Weird. i don't mind that it's mind just that. goofy we, we built this city that's oh, not, my that's our ship we built yeah. this city. shiny happy people rem we didn't start the fire mr roboto yep these are all good this is a good list Things I think I'd did. listen to Susudio over the uh, over the rest of the list, though. Yes. What's the least worst? <laughs> yeah, the fiftieth yeah. leastest worst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't have any. Uh, I do have the um, top ten in albums. Okay, that's what we were talking about before. Um, oh, Lulu's up there. We cut the that. crap. The Clash. Scream. Chris Cornell. Huh. Um, Dirty Work. The Rolling Stones. Van Halen Three. Most yeah. yeah, that was the one with yeah. uh, Sharon. Oh, okay. Trans, Neil Young. Uh, I'd go anything Neil Young. Yeah. Self-portrait, Bob Dylan. Anything Bob yeah, Dylan. that too. Jimmy Buffett in there? We should be. Well, Buffett it wouldn't be fair. It's kind of like Music the Music from the Elder. We kiss. banned Slayer from Rock Wars. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett's banned from Lists of Hate because he'd be the top ten every time. <laughs> Unfinished Music, number one. Two Virgins, John Lennon and Yoko Ono. That's pretty awful. Those are that's a, those are good lists of bad. 
It's usually debatable when an album is great. It's never when they're horrible. Like, usually that's across the board. You'll get, like, one guy who goes, I liked it, and everyone else hates it. Like, I don't know anybody who liked Lulu. You're a Metallica super fan, John, and you thought it was horrible. Because it was. It's just a bad album. Bad idea, bad execution, just everything. I wonder what the reaction would have been if they played a song. From Lulu? Yeah, on the last two shows. We brought it up when I was talking. When, it, when James was on stage, he goes, all right, here's a song from your favorite album. And it was the St. Anger. Started laughing. And I'm like, it's not your worst work. Because <laughs> that Lulu thing was a mess. And it got us talking about maybe doing uh, some Lou Reed for Night of the Singing Dead. But we can't go, and the color girls go, do do do. We'll get, we'll all get fired. <laughs> I think it would do perfect day and just everyone can shoot heroin. Uh, we're done. That's it for us. You should be guessing that temperature for September 23rd, 2.51 p.m. Try to win yourself a slot, pun, uh, to Vegas because we're going to get you up there on a set jet. We're going to get you staying at the Resorts World, and we're going to give you tickets to go see Shinedown and Adam Ray uh, in consecutive nights. And it's all brought to you by our friends at New. Uh, acunit.com newacunit.com bringing you this particular part where we drag a rando to Vegas the rest of you are going to get chosen through a game but rando from Vegas is oof I worry I worry for this one god damn it John Brading is effing research Dr. Bounty Hunter didn't catch a guy a police dog caught him <laughs> well, fairness to him he didn't say that you did no the text you brought up dog yeah, he didn't yeah he said he was bringing up dog. You said he got caught. I said, did dog catch him? So we can't blame Brady. Normally, you're right. Brady's research is terrible. But in this case, let's, you know. Spot on. It, it. No, you didn't well, do any. Let's not, right. Right. Let's not get carried right. away there, right, Chief. You just made him right. You, it was. You, you, had you had this one. Yes, his research is terrible. And in this case, there was none. So you just sit quietly and let me defend you. Don't start hyping up now. Yeah. No. He's no, you're going to make me agree He's with him. Enough. You're going to make me agree with him. Yeah. Okay, that's enough of you. Enough of you. You're all wrong. Uh, it's 10.07. That's it. We're all done. Uh, Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Wednesday, and we'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning. Check us so long. He's out of control now. 